0: Can you hear me now? Oh, what is up? Welcome to bringing the Backups. I'm your host, Eric Helwig. On the show today, we are running it back. That's right, a good old-fashioned re-release. We're re-releasing an episode with Matt Dan from back in March of earlier this year. Now, typically these have been older episodes, but I'm throwing back to Matt Dan because tonight, Tuesday, September 27th, Matt Dan is on my show, Barely Making It L.A., If you are in the L.A. area, you like this episode you're listening to right now, come out to my show. Doors are open at 8.30 at the Glendale Tap, and you can see both me and Matt Dan, the gentleman you'll hear on this conversation, on this podcast, you can see us doing stand-up in real life. How great does that sound? Does that sound fun? I think the mic is too high, probably. Let me lower that for you. I do have some shows I want to tell you about. Obviously, uh, tonight, Barely Making at L.A. I'm at Sunset Rooftop in downtown L.A. on the 28th, so tomorrow. I'm doing a show at the Cat's Crawl, which is a spinoff of Skip Town Playhouse in Los Angeles. Uh, I don't really know where that is, but it's on October 1st. I've been booked, so you can see me there. Back to Barely Making it on October 4th because it's a weekly show. And then on Thursday, October 6th, I'm doing a show called Wolfpack, which is in Pasadena, which should be a lot of fun. So all those shows are available on my website, erichelwick.com. Come out, check out the show. Tell me you like the podcast. It's been insane the eight or nine times it's happened where I meet people at shows who say they heard about it on the podcast, but that does happen, and uh, it's like, Really? But I, but for some reason, I don't know, I've, I'm just doing these dumb re-release episodes and people are listening more than they were before. I think what's happening, honestly, is that I've been doing a bunch of uh, stand-up clips on my Instagram page and a couple of them have gotten a few thousand views. And I do think that that actually gets people to go click through to the podcast. So I think that's where the listens are coming from. I mean, because I'm not advertising shit. I'm really not telling anybody like I, for all intensive purposes, the podcast is lying dormant. It's like a, you know, it's like a bear hibernating right now. It just ate a bunch of berries and uh, pine cones so it won't poop. I don't, by the way, when bears hibernate, I'm putting that in quotes. Are they really sleeping for that long or do they like get up and roam? I don't feel like they're really asleep the whole time. Or they gotta eat. Is this dumb? Am I? Do I sound dumb? I don't believe. I, I don't know. It seems like a fake thing. That whole hibernating. Let me Google this. Do bears wake up during hibernation? Look at this. I knew it. Some protein is, used, but bears largely conserve their muscle mass and thus do not become appreciably weaker during hibernation. Bears do wake up, however, and move around inside their den. It's kind of like your dog sleeping. Knew it. Call it. Can bears be woken up from hibernation? They can awaken easily. A fact that makes studying bear hibernation quite difficult. Yeah, I knew it. it. Just it would be insane, like to just go into like a mini coma for three months every year. No, they just they just sleep a bunch. Good for them. Bears are. I think bears are kind of cute, uh, unless they're ripping a man to shreds on a video. Do You guys ever listen to that? The what is it called? Like the Bear Man or oh, Grizzly Man? It's like a dude who's gay that goes into the woods, and he's just like, "Please, I'd rather be eaten by bears than just." be openly gay and have to come out to my wife. That's basically the movie. It's the subtext of the movie. You know, now you'd like to think in twenty twenty two he could just like go to a parade and, you know, put on a a crop top and just say what's up and live his life. But you know, going back twenty years, you know, if you're if you're closeted gay and religious, like the best move for you is probably getting eaten by a bear. So, you know, whatever. Progress, right? Uh, all right. So anyway, the podcast exists. We get closer and closer. You know, what's funny is I uh, I did a podcast a couple days ago that's not going to come out for like for a few months. And so the guy was like, can I say the name of your new podcast? He's a buddy of mine. And I was like, yeah. So he advertised the name of the new podcast that's going to get released in a few months. And I was like, "Well, now I have to do it because there's going to be a a popular podcast that comes out in January where I'm going see me on this, and this doesn't exist yet." So uh, it's ha- it's definitely happening for those of you that have stuck with it, stuck with these updates. You know these little uh, you know re-release podcasts. I do appreciate appreciate appreciate. That word never sounds right coming out some words just don't sound right in the headphones um i do i do uh thank you for doing that and it you will be rewarded with a podcast newly branded newly minted focusing on the video aspect because i do want to have more like video podcasts. so this next thing is going to be a thing that you guys can you know be a little more youtube centric i'm excited you know it's it's all in the works but I, like I said, hang on. If you do want to uh, support right now, the best way to do that is to go on Instagram and follow at Eric Helwig and watch some of my clips and leave some comments. You know, you can go on my website and do the whole merch thing if you want. Uh, but, you know, no pressure for that. Really, honestly, right now, just follow me on Instagram. And then from there, you'll see all the updates for stuff that I'm doing. That's probably the best thing to do. Uh, when I say the best thing to do, that's, I mean, the best thing to do that would help me, the best thing you could do for you is, uh, you know, probably stay, spend less time in your phone and uh, make some money, you know, knock off all this like this goo dooddery, do goodery horse shit and just make some money, man. Store it away, stuff it in pillowcases, and then get a gun. And then when, the, when everything collapses, uh, well, I guess if everything collapses, the money will be worthless. Okay, so I guess I uh, get gold. I guess buy gold. Well, I don't know. What do like conspiracy theorists do with their money? I mean, I guess they just build kick-ass shelters. I guess that's what you should do. You should build a kick-ass shelter. You should probably get out of a large population center and uh, you know, go somewhere a little more rural. That'd probably be smart. Um, another thing you probably do that's good for you is, uh, you know, hit up some therapy. Uh, I found a lot of people that don't go to therapy are fucking terrible to be around. So maybe just do that. That would be helpful. Um, you do something nice for your partner. Do the dishes. If you're, I, I will say this, man, do the mother effing dishes. The difference that makes in a relationship. I mean, I've I've been on like a little tear here where I've just been doing them lately, and it's like it pays off, bro. It pays off. Like ladies, ladies need like to be like I feel like seduced throughout the week. <laughs> you need to be like you need to just be like a good dude and kind of build. Like, like it's almost like you're building equity. <laughs> I'm telling you, man, it's, that's what you got to do. You have to, like, just be on point all the time, you know? And if you do that, weekend comes around, you have a good time. That's all I'm saying. Do the dishes. You get what I got to paint? Can you read between the lines? Do the dishes. You get laid more. I do think that's what it is. Uh, what's some other good stuff you could do for yourself? Um, you could uh, go to the gym, you know, get some, uh, get some cardio and get the blood flowing or eat a bunch of cake and tell yourself you're a queen. I don't know. It's 2022. Apparently telling people to go to the gym is the same thing as putting someone on a train to Auschwitz. So I don't know. I I thought that would be a good thing, but maybe the good thing is to just be a a big fat person and feel great about yourself. (laughs) Just love, love it. Love that body. Uh, you know, you you won't love your blood test results, but you'll love yourself. And in the end, what matters more, your self-care or your uh, early grave? <laughs> oh, early graves. Let's talk about early graves. No, you don't. Know, let's not. Let's get to the podcast. Matt Dan, very funny comedian. Uh, you can follow him on Instagram at danimal. Um I loved our conversation. like I said, this podcast, the current version of it, the sports version of it, I really struggled to get some people on here who fucking like sports. So whenever somebody does you it was just it felt like such an oasis. and uh with the new podcast, you know, maybe it'll it won't be as sports related. it'll be a little more just hang, you're gonna feel like you're hanging. Hanging with the, the friend. I was going to say hanging with the boys, but there'll be ladies on the episode. I have I have ladies that are friends. I have lady friends. Um, But it's who are we kidding? It's going to be mostly dudes. Um, but it's, that's what it's going to feel like. It's going to feel like a hang, you know? But uh, these old episodes where I did get to talk sports, I mean, it was, it's just so much fun. It's just fun, especially right now. Football, man. Oh, my God. NFL's been... Crushing it with the close games and the like, the photo finishes. Tua's good now. Eagles are rolling. Beat the Commanders today. Went to three and zero. I'm shooting. No, I'm recording on Sundays. That's why I said today. Um, college football's been great. I just wait for the upsets. I I want to see Middle Tennessee State beat Miami in Miami. That's that. That's enough. I'm like, okay, I'm good. I don't need to watch the other games. Give me a couple FCS beating FBS. You know, Colgate pulls something out against Vanderbilt. That's it. I'm good. I'll think about that as I'm going to sleep for the next week. That's what I need. Yeah, when I'm like haunted by thoughts, I do that. I I picture college football upsets that have happened in the past couple weeks, and I pretend that I'm an announcer at the game. And I'm like, what would I say for the last play? I'm like, Goliath has been slain. Like I would say things like that, and then I, I just, I I drift off to sleep. How do you guys quiet the demons in your head? What do you think about when you go to sleep? Some people just turn off their brains, like like psycho robots. I I don't know. I I, I struggle with that. So I, uh, I drink a fifth of vodka. and I think about you know North Dakota State really showing Iowa who's boss all right Matt Dan coming on the pod right now thank you as always thank you for not unsubscribing enjoy this re-release podcast and I swear to you I swear to you, when this new podcast comes out, you're going to shit out of your eyes. You're going to like it so much. All right, guys. uh, Have a nice uh, couple weeks here, and uh, I'll talk to you soon. And, uh, you know, the best to you and yours. Are there any holidays I should wish you now before we – I don't think I'm going to miss any holidays here. Well, Columbus Day. (laughs) <laughs> I don't think, I don't think we celebrate that one anymore, do we? Nah, nah. Happy Columbus Day. I'm just kidding. Happy Indigenous Peoples Day. It says that. It says both on my. It says Indigenous Peoples Day and Columbus Day on October 10th. So I guess they like didn't get rid of. I I don't know who's lobbying to keep Columbus Day. Way to go. I don't know who has, who makes money doing that, but it's both now. So good for Columbus and Indigenous people. Feels like they should be separate days, especially considering what happened. But let's move past it. Enjoy the podcast. Thanks for listening, and I'll see you soon. Oh, what is up? Welcome to Bringing the Backups. I'm your host, Eric Helwig. On the show today, we're talking about quarterback Matt Castle, and I have a guest on the show, comedian Matt Dan. You can follow him on Instagram at matt danimal a couple comedy shows to tell you about i actually loaded up the schedule this time comedy chateau on thursday march 31st then again on thursday april 7th you can see me recording a mini special at flappers comedy club in burbank on saturday april 9th and then at the comedy boulevard comedy club that's on sunday april 10th all tickets available at EricHelwig.com. We go into May, I'm in the Vale Comedy Festival. If you're in and around Vale, I don't know if you're like burying a hooker on a mountain somewhere, (laughs) I think that's what they do there. A lot of Kennedy murders. Uh, Go check me out at the Vail Comedy Festival, about an hour away from Denver. All right, tell your friends in Denver to get their fat asses in the car. And then you can also see me in Temecula on June 25th, two shows, a seven o'clock and a nine o'clock, headlined by me. That's right, motherfuckers opening for me, me selling merch. That's going to be fucking crazy. I hope I don't bomb that show. That's, again, on June 25th. Come see me in Temecula. There are still tickets available for that, as we're still, like, three months out. So check it out. Worth the drive, I like to say. Worth the drive to Temecula. Beautiful part of the country. Temecula in June. Mmm, you don't want to miss it. Anyway, guys, a lot of shows coming up for years, truly. A lot of show on this podcast coming up right now. So... Thank you, appreciate your support, and let's get it rolling. Grab your gear and lace it up. you, the Yammies, for our beautiful intro song. Welcome into Bringing the Backups. Uh, Good to to be here, man, for another week. Uh, Once again, I am recording at uh, the intro part of the show, uh, 10 p.m., the night before the podcast comes out. Podcast has to be out in five hours. I'm going to be editing it, and then I go to my day job tomorrow morning at 5.30, so I'm going to be... In a shitty mood on Tuesday. If, you're t- if you see me on Tuesday, March 29th, and I smack the corn dog out of your hand, it's because I procrastinated again on the podcast. The good news is we have an interview coming up in a little bit with Matt Dan, who is a hilarious comedian here in Los Angeles. We had a really good conversation. I'm going to keep this part up top short, not just because I'm recording it five fucking seconds before the podcast is due, but also because I don't want to have a two-hour podcast, and we talked for a while. The conversation went... That's a sign of a good podcast interview, right? You tell somebody, hey, 45 minutes tops. You look down at the thing. Oh, we've been talking for 90 minutes. That's how the podcast went. Also, a very unprofessional thing for me to do is to tell somebody it's only going to take 45 minutes. I got to get that cleaned up before I get uh, McConaughey on the podcast. I don't know. Do you guys remember the dreams I had when this podcast started? I was like, I'm getting McConaughey. I feel like I talked about that for like five episodes. I'm getting, <laughs> you know, you gotta, you gotta have dreams. You gotta, you gotta think big, and then be crushed and get disheartened and quit. That's a big part of this business. If I can give some advice, uh, man, what a uh, what a week it's been. First off, let's talk some sports, okay? No, no. look, I don't like the blue bloods in college basketball. Right? You, you couldn't find a guy that would be happier for a 15 seed, St. Pete's, to have uh, made the Final Four. But, man, something about Co- Coach K's last year, to get a Duke-UNC Final Four, that's fucking sweet, man. I am excited for that 100% rooting for Duke. And I've never rooted for Duke. I mean, it's... They got some fans, all right. That won't shut up, and that includes one of my uh, good friends, a listener. Uh, he he called it on the show last week, Simon. Simon, if you're out there, go fuck yourself. Normally is what I would say. As Duke advances to a final four, but this time I'm saying, let's go, buddy. Let's go, Blue Devs. I'm root. I'm rooting for him, Coach K. He's like 75. He looks like the fucking grip keeper. This man is not long for this mortal coil. So let's go ahead and root for Coach K. I am all about it. Final four, I mean, not the final four. The, the tournament was awesome this year. So many low seeds making their mark. I, I was, uh, look, you know, you know me, guys. I'm a big underdog guy. Have I said that enough? <laughs> Every week? I like the underdogs, like the little guy. So this has been, uh, it, I, I, look, the tournament is always just the best. It's the, it's the best playoff. It puts college football's playoff to shame. Seriously, strip co- the college football playoff naked and walk it through the street with a nun hitting a bell. That's what it deserves compared to the NCAA tournament. I, just the best. It's the best. It's the best. I got a day job, so I got to work during the tournament. But I had my second computer up. I just had the game on mute, working remotely from my computer, and uh, being bad at my job during the tournament. (laughs) Just watching. (laughs) Uh, Customers had to repeat themselves at my job this week as I uh, tried not to cheer out loud when people hit three-pointers. Like, I'm not hating on my job. You know, I, I keep it... I like to keep it vague on the pod, keep a vague pod when it comes to the day job. Because, you know, the goal is eventually to have this be the day job. You know, if all of you could just get very quickly, if everybody listening to the podcast right now could just get 10,000 of their friends to listen to the podcast. If all 172 of you could get 10,000 friends individually to all come listen right now. Uh, you know, I'll start uh becoming a bad person. I'll take money and I'll uh, you know, be corrupted very quickly. It will not take a lot of power. It will not I mean I'll I'll do some fucked up shit. But no, I, I got a good I got a good job right now. I have no complaints about the job. I have like a work function to go to. Um You can't let it slip that you're a comedian too fast at the day job, you know. Like it's just it, it's too much pressure to like. You know, you got to just let you got to make people think that you're gonna be at that job forever. That's what you have to do because the company's looking out for themselves. So you got to look out for yourself. You know, you can't let it slide too much. People are like, Why what do you where do you see yourself in five years? You can't be like not here. <laughs> you can't do that. You got to be like here." <laughs> But here's the thing, when you have a good day job, it's hard because you're like, oh, that's actually the rough part about the job I have now is that it's such a good job that I actually, and I actually like doing it, that I'm like, oh God, could I ever, I would never stop doing comedy, but like the pursuit of comedy to make it the thing, you know, that's defined me for so long. And now to be like, wait, well, I have a job that I like, that I make money. Ugh, it's like a weird, it's, I. you wouldn't think. That having a good job is stressful, but when you're in my position, which is to say delusional, <laughs> that it's going to work out in comedy, it's stressful. It's stressful to have a good job, but the point is, uh, by the way, I, I like, I'm like. i like, yeah, don't tell people you're a comedian, but I've also told people to listen to this podcast, so now I'm spilling the beans, so now it's too late. All right, if you're listening to this now at my company that will remain nameless, now you know... <laughs> I'm uh, I'm conflicted. No, it's a great job. Very happy to be there, if you're listening. I don't want to, uh, you know, I feel like I have to address the Will Smith shit, but, like, do you really have to? I mean, you have to be a complete fucking moron to have a take other than what the fuck is he thinking, right? I mean, it takes a lot to unify, like, the woke and the non-woke comedy community, but Will Smith managed to do it. He walked on stage and bitch slapped a legend for a GI Jane joke about his bald wife that fucks other dudes. Like that's, dude. <laughs> could there be, could it be more obvious that you're in a terrible relationship? Keep your wife's name out of my mouth. Why don't you keep other dudes out of hers to start? That might be that might help. <laughs> I mean, whatever. If you're in an open relationship, you know, good for you. But you know, obviously, Will has some feelings about it. He bitch slapped a legend. That's it's it's so crazy. I've watched it so many times. It's like every time I watch it, I'm like, it's not gonna happen again. Like you, you know that when you watch something, it's like the nine eleven of fucking viral celebrity moments. I just I can't take my eyes off of it. It's like changing the way my brain works. Like I was saying, like it, I would say it is nice to like to feel like. All comics can agree on something for a second. You know, like, that's the community I roll with. Everybody's, you know, you're either, like, uh, you know, trying to work in Hollywood or not. But the fact that everybody can just go, like, yeah, uh, fuck him, unanimously, is a nice, that's a nice feeling to have back in the community. I feel like we should enjoy that feeling acknowledge that we're having it. Hey, we're having a moment. We're all on the same side. We all agree. Let's keep that going for a couple days. And then when it's time to move on, you know, everybody watch Nanette and we can disagree again. Ooh, Nanette. Forget everything you know about comedy. <laughs> Mostly laughter. Uh, I think that's pretty much, like I said, I want to keep this part short up top um, because I, I, like I said, we have a great interview uh with Matt. By the way, you can follow Matt on Instagram at Matt Danimal. So imagine the last name it's Matt, M A T, last name Dan, D A N N, and then ML, like animal. You got it. All right, great. It's a pun. I'm sure if you get a couple letters in, he'll pop up. He has a lot of followers. Uh he's uh he runs the uh the Comedy House Show in LA, you can follow them on Instagram as well. I'm not going to spell out Comedy House Show. I think you got that one. And by the way, you know, uh, I guess while I'm saying, like, follow these guys that are uh, on coming on the show and support my guest, you know, tell them if you like the podcast, tell them, hey, great job. And if you think they suck, tell them, hey, you fucking sucked on Eric's podcast. I'm going to come to your house with a knife, you know, tell them that, you know, stalk my guests. Let, let this show be the beginning or the end of them in some way. (laughs) I'm kidding. Don't kill my guest. Uh, no support, uh, the guests support this show, by the way, if you'd like to support this show, you know, you can do. I mean, it's such a great thing to do. You can follow us on social media, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. We're all there where all the kids are. You can also uh, support the show by re- reviewing us five stars on Apple Podcasts. Wouldn't that be great? You can do that. Write a five-star review. That does help. I know I say it every week, but that does help a lot if you could uh, you know, rate the star- show five stars if you haven't already. And then lastly, you'll hear it with Matt, we go through some voicemails. I love getting voicemails from you guys. As my guest two weeks ago pointed out, yes, there's a couple plants in there, but also Two or three of you every week actually call in, and it makes a huge difference. So that number to call into the show, 323-716-6072. Ask me anything. What's going on in the week? What's going on in sports? You got a favorite team? You got a favorite backup quarterback? You think I need to stop saying like so much on the podcast? Whatever you got to say. You got a little note for me? Go ahead. Leave it on there. I'll play it. One more time, that number to call into the show, 323 716 6072. I got to get like an annoying jingle to make that number. You got to come out right and you call in now. You call 323 716 6072 and that's what you do. Boop, boop, boop. You know, something like that. Could you imagine if I put some effort into that jingle? I'll get a Cars for Kids motherfucking. Something stuck in your head. Jimmy, uh, Jimmy Lernon was a, I shouldn't say that guy's name, but it's a guy, I don't know, I did not even know the guy. He sang the Jiffy Lube song when I was a kid, and my mom went to high school with him, so every time the Jiffy Lube song, she'd go, Jimmy Lernon, and he would sing, uh, we're good to your car, so your car will be good to you, Jiffy Lube, every 3,000 miles, just bring it into Jiffy Loop. It's a pretty good jingle. I mean, I've crushed it. I think about it way too much. Um, that's how you know. <laughs> I think about it a lot. It was a good jingle. I, I, like I said, I said a guy's name. Usually I don't name names on the podcast, but I think I can name that guy. I don't even know. Jimmy Lernon. Maybe Jimmy Lernon's listening to the show. Went to high school with my mom, so I'm aging him in my head. He's he's still around, hopefully. I don't know. I'll call my mom. Maybe my mom will call in. That would be a nice thing. Maybe on the next show, my mom will call in and sing the Jiffy Lube song, and we'll see if my version matches up to hers. Would you like that, listeners? If you would like to hear that, call in and say so. 323-716-6072. Leave me a voicemail. We love to get uh, you guys interacting with the show. It is a lot of fun. And with that, speaking of fun, I'm going to shut the fuck up and play this interview that I had with Matt Dan. Uh, we do talk Matt Castle. Matt, I should mention Matt Castle is the quarterback on the podcast. Whatever, we're 15 minutes in now. Whatever, Matt Castle. We talk about some cool stuff. I will say the coolest thing about Matt Castle, 100%, was obviously he has the big season. In 2008, when Brady goes down, and we t- we cover this on the pod, but I got to say my part up top. He has a great season. They go 11 and five. As we cover later, that's like a 97, 98 percent chance you make the playoffs at 11 and five. But the Patriots don't make that. Don't make the playoffs. Castle's been a backup, not just in the NFL, but even going back through college, he played behind Matt Leinart, and then in that season in 2008. The Cardinals come up to New England in the snow. And boy, oh boy, Arizona in the snow. Not good. Warner looks like shit in the game. His backup, Matt Leinert, the guy that Castle backed up in college, comes into the game. The Patriots are winning 44 to nothing. Leinert comes in first thing he does, strip sack, loses the ball. Matt Castle had to have had the best sex he's ever had in his life after that game. Can you imagine sitting for that? He sat for like a decade. The best quarterback in football goes down. He has his first real chance to play football since he was like 12. Beats the guy that he sat behind in college who was a backup on the Cardinals. Beats the crap out of his team. That dude comes into the game. Plays terrible. Matt Castle just... Hell, yeah, there should be more people clapping. Or I should have, a, I should have a, a bank of people, like a little team listening right now of producers. If I did, they'd all be clapping. Wouldn't that be more impactful? Just picture this. But like 10 other people doing it. Wouldn't that be great? Something to look forward to in the future. All you need to do to make that happen is leave me a five-star review and tell 10,000 of your friends, and I'll have a whole team making this podcast great. But until then, you got me. You're stuck with me, you fucks. Let's get into the podcast. Matt Dan coming right now. Thank you guys for listening and enjoy, enjoy our time we had with Matt.
1: First year, you I know, just keep
0: it's all right. I mean, there's no We're going. this is already the start. Beauty, there's no I, I go in uh, dry as fuck
1: off combo. <laughs> dry as fuck. I'll tell you, man, I'm not a lube guy myself. Me neither. No, give me the rubbing, give me the dry tug, get like starting an old lawnmower. Uh, I also
0: feel like, yeah, no, well, no lube. I mean, for me, it's like before you have sex, you should be doing things to make it so you don't need the lube, sure, right?
1: sure. I get that, but yeah. also, like, for me. Uh, is this going to left, right, or doesn't fucking I, Yeah, I think
0: you just throw it yeah, on. Just put it on. Yeah, but for cool. me,
1: uh, lube's a fucking mess, dude. And, like, we're about to make a mess anyways. I don't need a fucking... And, I don't yeah. like it on my hands,
0: and then I got to, like, wipe my hands on something well, afterwards.
1: Plus, tell you what, I like a quality lotion. And I fucking... I moisturize on the daily, bro. Fuck oh, you. your you're cock? Huh? <laughs> Actually, it. I'll give the cock a good moisture. I, I, the toe, dude. I'll never forget a doc. I went into a doctor's appointment once. I was wearing shorts. And it wasn't even about my fucking legs. And the kid looks at me and goes, Oh wow, you've got dry legs. And then my wife goes, Oh wow, those legs are dry. Yeah. And so like I was like, well, I got a lotion. Fucking everything. Cause if I got dry legs, I'm willing to bet that cock's pretty fucking flaky too.
0: Dude, that's I my wife is getting on me because uh she wants me to start doing uh cuz I'm I grow beards and I'm like it fucking itches so much and she's like clean your beard and do the exfoliant like you have to like manage your face. She's right. Yeah, she wants she wants to go to CVS and get me this shit to like scrub. Yeah, dude. Dry skin. And off. that's
1: just like that's like your basic care. Dude, we're not good at taking care my, of ourselves. My
0: dad told me that drinking water was gay when I was eight. So everything beyond, like drinking water at 30 was yeah. like, wow, man, I'm really getting, Hey, man, I'm really we taking care house, of myself. We
1: go through two <laughs> gallons of milk, whole milk a day, but nobody was drinking H2O. We, we, had, we always had a sunny delight in the fridge, but yeah. nobody was drinking water. Isn't it weird
0: how like you think about how much milk you drank when you were a kid? And now like the idea of drinking a glass of milk. Well, like, attached to nothing.
1: Can't do it. Can't do it. Fuck me up. Yeah. I'm an almond milk guy strictly. And I All know right. everybody's like, it takes like two million almonds to make a glass of I'm like, yeah, yeah. yeah. Listen, works for me. Regular, I would love to have a glass. Of-
0: I can't. <laughs> As California burns, you drink a glass of almond milk overlooking
1: it. <laughs> and piss into the ocean. <laughs> 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 Dad, fucking. I'm trying, man. Like, no, you got to do oat milk. And oat milk's fine. And I'm sure yeah. I could get used to it, but like, just fucking leave me alone. I'm doing. I'm trying. When I do I
0: mean? um, when I do uh, smoothies, I'll do my because my wife does oat milk. Yeah, and I'm like, okay, I guess that's like better for the environment in some way. They say, yeah, but yeah. I still will do. Uh, I'll still do uh, milk for cereal. Oh, the dairy. I do the dairy.
1: What kind? What percent? I, I,
0: I do lactate. so okay. it's like they take out the lactose, and I do two percent.
1: What is it, just whatever makes you explode? That's what they take out of <laughs> lactate. <laughs> I got
0: like, I got digestive shit. I have, uh, I'm whatever, lactose can't have that. Or no, it's not that, but it's like, it makes, it's like iffy when I do that. And then I have celiac.
1: So you just, oh, sure. So, so it's, so like, my wife's celiac. Yeah, yeah. But with the lacto- the lactose thing, you just, what, you shit yourself or you're like, I just take a pill. pain. You can or? take like a pill. Yeah.
0: You can take, not a pill, but like a, I guess it's a pill.
1: So I would assume. It's a little thing. I think those are pills. Well,
0: yeah, yeah, why would I say it's not a pill? I don't know. It's a fucking it's pill. It's powder made
1: hard, and they're in little like, balls hey, or ovals, yeah, right? it's a pill. That's yeah,
0: a pill. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, thanks for coming
1: on the show. Yeah, I'm glad I could help. <laughs>
0: yeah, yeah. Uh, no, you just take the lactate, and you're fine. Um, but yeah, the celiac stuff, definitely. I, I can't talk about celiac on the podcast
1: anymore. Why? You, to, do, do you talk about the it The listeners often? will
0: lose their shit. I, I spent like the first season just being like sad about celiac disease and you know, like I talk just- about fucking <laughs> sports or do comedy you piece yeah. of shit but yeah. i'm like but then then this kind of bread is good for me like it
1: see i feel like there's some fodder yeah. in there there's some comedy gold in that celiac
0: oh man it was i mean i have a on stage yeah i talk about it all the time sure. cuz it's fucking ruining my life but the truth is, is, it's not because I feel a million times better than I used to. Sure, sure. But I just didn't, I was used to what it felt like to eat bread and shit four times a day <laughs> and be like, this is
1: what men do.
0: This is what we do. <laughs> this we is shit. just
1: how this machine works. <laughs> <Yeah>.
0: <laughs> 45 minutes to an hour, four times a day, baby. That's how <laughs> I roll.
1: i just like greasing the
0: wheels just to squirt a WD-40. There was one time, this is our old apartment in New York, uh, I shit in the bathroom or I just farted and I was sitting down on the toilet. So it like it hit the bowl in a way. My wife was two rooms away with both doors closed with headphones on. And she said she jumped out of bed scared because she thought someone shot a gun in the street. She like, slapped the
1: side <laughs> of the porcelain that hard. <laughs>
0: fucking- yeah. Well, by the time I went to the doctor, she's the one that made me go to the doctor. and <laughs> After I- that shit. No, it was still years after that. Oh, really? She was like, something's wrong with you. You have to go to the doctor. And by the time I went, they were like, uh, well, you don't have... Well, when I went to the doctor, they were like, uh, what are your symptoms? I was like, I have no idea. I don't understand how my body works. Yeah. She was like, well, then why are you here? I'm like, my wife sent me. And so I called my wife <laughs> and gave tired the tired of pho-
1: listening to these monstrous shits.
0: <laughs> I literally gave the phone to the, do- the doctor and she talked to my wife. And my wife was like, "Yeah, it sounds like a fucking aliens being born out of his asshole four <laughs> times a day. He's <laughs> yeah. sick." So the doctor was like, "Well, you probably just have IBS because if you had celiac and you're 34, you would be miserable and you'd probably know your own symptoms." Mm. And then a week later, they call me and we're like, "Yeah, dude, full blown celiac, and like and full blown, and not like a not like a mild version of it. Like they were like crumbs." Like you have to know, you have to know what's in the kitchen. Like
1: you have the AIDS version of celiac. I have full blown celiac. I have
0: fucking Matthew McConaughey, D- Dallas Buyers Club version. Yeah, of celiac. yeah,
1: yeah. No have celiac for you,
0: <laughs> dude. I have like hold a gun to the waiter's head and like tell me if they've made. Tell me what's been in that fryer in there, the last five years. Are there are
1: there fucking breadcrumbs in those meatballs? Don't fuck with me,
0: dude. I couldn't have sushi the other night. We went out to a sushi restaurant and they were like, sometimes there's breadcrumbs in spicy tuna. Oh, man,
1: yeah, that's tough.
0: Like, like it's literally to that point where I have to have we go to restaurants and I have to pull the waiter aside or, or even get there early for meeting friends so I can have a conversation. Ah, oh, fuck, man. So I'm not like. Fuck that. I mean, you're, you you said your wife has it, but she doesn't sound like she has it that bad.
1: No, too. not nearly. So so the the dietary issue with us, I have Yeah. Mm. And so Let me guess what that is Please Because I'll I'll tell that to people And they'll be like Holy shit How are you still alive Darveticulitis Yeah
0: so I'm gonna guess that means every full moon your cock splits into two,
1: dude. If and- you if you looked at my groin, it's just nothing but baby cocks, <laughs> like a plate of tater tots like, down there,
0: like Medusa's hair, <laughs>
1: <laughs> just fucking miserable half inch pieces, <laughs> like a coral reef. <laughs> uh, it's um, I can't digest seeds, seeds, nuts, corn. Can't okay. digest it. So can sliver into my intestine cause infection. And I got to go in there and like remove that section and then put your intestine back together. Oh my God. It's not good. So like my old man has had like three or four surgeries and it was, like, they like went in so many times. Like, uh, they put screens in his abdomen because his, his, Abdomen wall Has been torn So many Like sliced open So many times It's fucking oh, I'm Oh yeah. Yeah, yeah My brother fucking Almost died during surgery So like I get this pain in my left side I'm fucking Working on my living room I get this pain Like I haven't felt before I'm like What the fuck is that So I was like Oh no I think I think this is what They said that is Yeah So I hit them up And they're like Oh no dude That's like Left side And I'm like Yeah they're like <laughs> Yo. So I go in And get it checked out and the infection in my intestines was to the point where all I needed was some antibiotics. Didn't need surgery, but they were like... So now they're saying the whole diet thing. They're like, oh, it's, that's, that has nothing to do with it. And I'm like, yeah, fuck you. I saw my father eat peanuts, and then you cut his ass up. I saw my brother eat corn on the cob. Ooh. And then all of a sudden, you're saying like, oh, you know, we whiffed on the... I was like, I'm good not eating nuts and seeds and shit. Yeah, yeah. But uh, it does suck, like... I haven't had a strawberry in fucking years.
0: Well, hang on. So they're, they're saying now, your doctors are saying you can't eat seeds.
1: Some say yes, some say no. Well, then don't. They're what the, the fuck? I'd dude. rather just, dude, I'm cool skipping seeds. I'm cool. And then there are some seeds you can eat. Like a tomato seed won't fuck you up. But a pepper seed, a fucking peanut, a chip of a peanut, fuck you up.
0: Listen, this is not an anti-vaxxer podcast. <laughs> Let's yeah. talk about doctors <laughs> for a second. <laughs> I, I trust when a doctor says something, but, like, get fucking second opinions. These motherfuckers. Dude, come on, Sometimes man. they just, it's like me when I'm, like, if I'm deep in a debate and someone asks me a question, I'm like, oh, time to make something up. And I just fucking go with it. I feel like I've had so many experiences with doctors where I'm like, bro, that that's not right. That's I, not right. And you're saying it to me like it's 100% true.
1: I think most people do exactly what you said. I think... Somebody in a white coat tells them something, they just go with it, and then that determines their health for the next fucking, for the rest of their life, right? They go off somebody's opinion, hypothesis of what might be wrong with you. And the fact of the matter is, is that's a human being. Who went to school, <laughs> did their best. I didn't see their fucking report card. <laughs> you know, did their best enough to get a job. Yeah, call good for again. Sure. For them. You're making dough. I get it. <laughs> right. But like, I don't, uh, dude, I'm a big second, third opinion guy. Like, I can't trust just one person because I yeah. think absolutely every single one of us are bullshitting it. At least to a certain extent. I think we're all. Bullshitting. I think that's what it means to
0: be a person: is you're bullshitting it. Like it's fucking just percent, fucking. Man. Like I Nobody's guess this on is the, the next move.
1: Level one hundred percent.
0: You know. No, like you remember in the Revenant where he brought... Have you seen the Revenant? Yeah. yeah I yeah. can do spoiler alerts for that. Remember where he rides the horse off the cliff? Fuck
1: yeah, he love didn't. That. Me,
0: he didn't mean to do it. He's just. I guess I ride in this direction. Oops! There's a cliff. And he fucking figures it out, and then he carves the horse's gut open and lives in it. And you're like, oh, that guy's so brilliant. He just rode his fucking horse off a
1: cliff. I like the analogy. We're all riding horses off cliffs 100% of the time.
0: <laughs> just catching on branches and being like, yeah, this is what I meant to do.
1: If we're lucky. Usually it's a free fall on a horse,
0: dude. <laughs> <laughs> Try to brace on the
1: horse. I mean, maybe yeah. it's like a pillow. Hold on tight. <laughs> dude, that is life, man. That is life. For all of us. Yeah, yeah. I'm one. with you, yeah, and so, like I can't just go off once. You're telling me like this is the fucking thing, like, and I, I'm gonna need more than one person to tell me, yeah, like, so
0: what you're saying is vaccines give babies autism. I'm with you. you right, heard let's, me, let's know <laughs> uh, now, I had you on the podcast. you reached out to me, which is great, yeah, I'm always happy when people do that, yeah, yeah, you're a patriots fan I am we we would we would be remiss to not talk about our boy Matt Castle, sure, now, when I youtubed him. He has like he's on every show talking. Like he has a pretty decent like yeah he's after a, football thing. He really does, but I can't find his job.
1: He I think he is guy that goes on. They're like <laughs> you know what he's he's getting up there, but he's he stayed pretty handsome for his forties. That is what it is. Stayed pretty handsome. Uh, New England, we know we know how to draft a handsome quarterback. Yeah, we had well, Brady, Jimmy G, Batcastle.
0: You know what they did, man? I think they know. How, well, first off, Jimmy G, I mean, is fucking gorgeous. Only <laughs> one of the only men to make Tom Brady feel insecure.
1: Maybe the uh, I mean, maybe the only
0: when people are when people are like, oh yeah, you know, he had to get Jimmy out of there. You know, he wanted the he didn't want his successor behind him. I'm like. Maybe just didn't want like man that attractive behind him. Yeah. Like I think it could've just been he's too hot.
1: Plus, I'm a here's here's the deal. I'm a very I'm a very rational, grounded Patriots fan. I used to be the fan that, you know, like fucking I, I would want to incite I would wanna piss somebody off, you know what okay. I mean? Like six fucking rings to fucking suck my dick, my then the go. Yeah, we deflate balls yeah, yeah, yeah. and then we still fucking win you know, like but so I so my day job I work for the NFL, and being working for the NFL and hearing uh, uh, just a lot of like some insane gripes by fans people too in, too invested too like sure. too big of a part of their personality you know the game that it's just like it made me a more grounded fan I'm just like oh, this is not everything. Like this, uh, this, <laughs> like,
0: this is the jersey color I root for. Yeah, exactly. I like when they win.
1: As soon as you start taking it seriously, like, it's not just fun. Like, yeah, I remember yeah, yeah. there were Super Bowls, like, the the, for the second Giants loss in a Super Bowl, the Pats Giants, right? I remember I walked out and I was just like in a bad fucking mood. I'm going to walk this off. And it's like, yeah. hey, man, let's get down to brass tacks. These are millionaires playing a kid's sport for your city. It's fucking fun. There's got to be a winner and loser. Like, yeah, just yeah. fucking take the edge off. Just. Enjoy it. And then once and then once you start getting mad about it, step step back, zoom out a little bit and say, like, no, what am I getting mad about? Maybe there's something else going on in my life, and I'm focusing too much on this to cover some like a band-aid. You yeah, know yeah, what I dude. mean? Yeah. It's
0: such a great adjustment to make because I was also that way. I mean, I remember. I mean I'm a Philly fan, so like born and bred psychos. You know, my dad used to take sure. me to the vet when I was eight or nine years old. We would just watch full full grown men. Rolling down the stairs after getting in a fight and getting tossed. <laughs> yeah. And like, I but mean it was, it was insane. Yeah. And like people were not fucking around. And it was that was before obviously any Super Bowl. And the Eagles are number one in that town. So it was like, God damn, people I feel like I had to really draw it back. I remember the when the Eagles lost to the Patriots. Was it the Patriots? It was, yeah. yeah. It was the McNabb uh, yep. puking shit. Yeah, yeah. I was at a party and I was in such a fucking mood. Like, there's photos of me sitting on the ground, sulking, sulking, like a little bitch. While other people sure. like drink yeah. and have fun and like, or just at a Super Bowl party. And it's like, <laughs> I, so now I give myself. I remember there's like a part in Lost where like Matthew Fox is like, just count to five, and then you're fine. So I'm like, if I'm getting mad, I'll give myself like five seconds to be like, fucking bolt, and then it's like that's one, a real
1: technique people yeah, use. Yeah. You do
0: five seconds, and then I'm like, I'll go out for a walk. I got a dog. I got a wife I love. I have a comedy career. I have other shit. That's
1: a hell of a lot better. Yeah. That's a hell of a lot better way to deal with sports losses and bullshit than sulking, looking like that guy at a party. It makes you an asshole and like surrounded by your peers.
0: I've also learned to not go to Super Bowl parties because I just don't. A lot of people don't like it. Don't enjoy the vibe. Don't. I don't like that the theater kids take over.
1: See, I don't get, and the commercials and the whole deal, Yeah, and all that shit. Yeah, see, you just got to drink to the point where, like, you can't hear anybody. <laughs> I sit except right for the next voice to in the your TV <laughs> drinking. <laughs> Can I get a speaker in
0: one ear? Yeah, like.
1: But I got friends that don't drink during the Super Bowl because they want to be so locked in. I got friends who yeah. don't like Super Bowl parties, and really, I I am at the point where I'm like, so I, so I was spoiled as a fan, being a Patriots fan, of course. So now yeah. it's just like. I'm just like ah, fuck it. I'm just going to enjoy it. Ah, and and I'm sure like there are like Browns fans that are like, I ho- oh, good for you. You can say fuck it. You know, know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, but yeah, yeah. but you know like it, it is kind of nice to just be like it's almost like I made my money. I'm just going to retire in my fifties. You, you, you know really
0: I mean? like, you could probably go decades without a, giving a a, a playoff success and be fine. Yeah, Except when the Eagles won the Super Bowl and they got rid of falls, I was like. Or, they, I guess they did it the year after, technically. But, like, it made me so mad because I was like, God damn it. It would have been the one time I would have been cool sucking. I just wanted to watch Nick Foles play quarterback for another two, three seasons. I Philly.
1: did. I'll tell you, I, I think that guy fit the system in Philly at that point a hell of a lot better than once. I oh, think he did. Of
0: course he did. Yeah. And, like, it's obviously, we, whatever. Yeah. If you go back and listen to me on people's podcasts after the Eagles won the Super Bowl, I was fucking calling that shit. But that doesn't matter, like, I, you know, I don't hate Carson Wentz or anything. We wouldn't have been where we were if he hadn't have played well in the beginning of that season. Sure. But it's like, I feel like there's, like, you just have to respect the magic. Like, you just have to, you just have to go, like, I don't know, like, I, I play pickup basketball, and it's like, if you win the game, you get to run it back.
1: Couldn't, couldn't agree more yeah. because, I mean, look, Belichick had to make that decision. Did I go back to So. Or do I stick with this kid who everybody seems to have a little panache, a little something going yeah, yeah. on? And then, like, the rest was history.
0: It's not like Brady was, like, some killer quarterback that see, I mean, he played well. He was a backup to Brian Greasy
1: in fucking <clears throat> Michigan.
0: I know. Yeah. And, but people, I'm even talking in the NFL, like, Brady's stats for the first three or four years are not that good.
1: No, he was like a dude. It was like a 15 yard buttonhook guy.
0: Yeah. He's like a Kevin Falk for two yards. And then
1: fall forward. Kevin on Falk third was down. His bread and butter, baby. <laughs> oh Falk. my god,
0: Kevin Falk was like an under all time underrated early patch <laughs> player for real.
1: Oh my god, I yeah, loved yeah. him. But he was also like they kept him around for he played for a long time. It I was know. like that. It was like you go over your friend's house. And you haven't seen him in a long time. And all of a sudden, their dog, you remember from high school, comes out. And you're like, that fucking thing's still alive. Like, Scruffy, what are you still doing standing? You know, like, that's what Kevin Falk was on the Patriots. Like, he just kept going.
0: And he never got to the point where you're like, we got to kill Scruffy. Like this is rough. No, like, I never like, remember Kevin he Salk being terrible.
1: run, out, run <laughs> dude. He's gonna have to suffer for, through all those tumors. <laughs> he's just like a, he's a morale guy yeah, now. It's like more,
0: it's like more tumor than dog by the end. You're like just fucking yeah. let it go.
1: Oh man, do you see those dogs around? We had one when it's, we were kids. It's tough. Uh, it was that fucking dog? Great dog. Lived like 16 years. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But by the end, it looked like a fur ball and cottage cheese. Like, <laughs>
0: <laughs> dude. dude, we had a we had a dog. So we were I'm, I. I was military growing up. My, my dad was in the military, so we yeah. moved around a lot. And so this one family across the street, I guess, had to go to whatever, Japan or something. And they had this big, fluffy white dog. I don't know what kind of dog it was. And I was young. What was I? Eight, nine? I have three younger siblings. Uh, one brother, two sisters. The dog loves w- women and hates dudes. And it was because that family was all women and then the dad who was gone all the time because he was in the army. So, so that my, dog was the alpha. Yes. Yeah. So we ex- we whatever adopt the dog, and it would fucking growl and gnarl its teeth every time me or my brother walked in the room, to the point where it was like taking over the fucking house. You can't live like that. And my sisters were like, "It's the best dog ever." And then finally, the dog bit a little kid on the face. Oh right no! Right here, like almost took out his fucking eye. The kid had I've seen him since has like a permanent mark there. Fuck. And they got to kill the dog. Sheesh. i was so happy <laughs> never been never been happier to hear of a dog's a dog being destroyed that was my, the one. Oh, my sisters were like beside themselves sad and i was just laughing i mean i'll see him in hell <laughs> laughing all Willy, the way willie the dog willie the dog fuck him man it was like the worst like month and a half of my life so happy he's
1: gone was, did, how old was willie who gives a shit? That old?
0: Yeah, who, he was, who gives a shit years old? I, don't, I, I have no idea. I mean, I was young enough to where it's like, I mean, I like dogs. Yeah. But he made me not want to ever have a dog. This is this like a Husky? No, because we had a Husky later, and yeah. I love Huskies. Yeah. Um, he was like all white, really poofy, and he was fucking huge. So, like, I don't know what kind of dog that is. Like a fucking, I feel like it's like, it's not Sherpa.
1: It was like a shirt A Nikita or something Something like My that My buddy had a Nikita And he was just like You know like Yeah He's fucking He was one of these guys He just brought the dog up He wanted it to be fucking mean He wanted it like a guard dog so, so, I know You can't do that uh, Yeah you know, Fucking Get me going
0: like, He gave him like The anti-White Fang treatment he,
1: For real For he, real He desocialized socialized yeah, Exactly <laughs> White Fang was the shit White Fang was great at parties oh, White Fang was the yeah. man My buddy's Akita What did he call him It was, it was after Roy, Dalton Called this dog Dalton And this thing was a. It was like yeah, a, yeah. a grizzly bear And it would look at you And just go like And it was like Holy shit like This thing's gonna fucking Cujo me Yeah yeah uh, But yeah man Eventually he had to get He had to get rid of it Cause you can't of fucking control it. It, it He had to get the thing destroyed Cause like You can't control that After in the, a while In the Starts end, to know it's size
0: In the end It's cruel to the dog Fuck yeah it's like it's it's a selfish thing to do. A
1: million percent. Yeah. It's like, what did you do? You just fucked an animal's head up till we had to fucking kill it. I mean, here's
0: the thing: like, if there's a um, whatever, like a solar flare, and all our dogs have to become wolves again, then yeah, great, good for you. Sure, you've really done something smart for you and your family, and it can help hunt with you. And when it, the it, zombies it, hit,
1: you're doing. You're great. gonna need that. Yeah. yeah. Right. Right. Unless right. you
0: don't have food for a week, and then it eats you.
1: Right. So, like, <laughs> good so point. good for you. But yeah. like.
0: In the absence of that, you've taken this life and you've given it a shitty fucking track to go on. Then
1: it's the same you thing, I, I swear to God. Whether it's a dog or a fucking human being, you show a fucking respect and love, you're going to fucking get something decent out of it, I think. Hell yeah. Yeah.
0: I love that. Yeah. But, we were, I like how we were going to talk about Matt Castle. We talked about him for approximately three seconds. I
1: think that's all he deserves. Uh,
0: <laughs> it's, it's, spun, it's spun pretty quickly Into a coral reef of cocks By your ball sack. Is that
1: where that sp- I, I don't
0: remember exactly How we got there
1: Yeah but we got there
0: Well look uh, I have a mailbox On the show Yeah, yeah And I if heard. you're cool with it I'd like to uh, Answer some fan questions Let's play with it Cool Yeah Great Let me pull them up right here This is where I show off How good I am with tech Are you ready for this? Yeah I'm excited Oh ask me um, Ask me a question Where the answer is no Any question any question? Any question where the answer is no.
1: Um,
0: oh, no? No, 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 uh, no. Ask me. <laughs> this is the worst setup ever. Ask me a question where it's it's a a thing that
1: can't be done. Can you fly if you jump out this window? Can't do it. I like that.
0: You know, I've just uh, I, I need you to. I'll prompt you a couple more times. Sure. The podcast. Yeah. All right. Let's uh, let's answer some fan questions. Fun. Bring in the backups voicemail, Eric. All right. So we uh, we have people call in, and this is our first one right here. Hi, this is uh, Lily Rosenberg. I'm from New York, New York. Um, I'm wondering what your favorite flower is. Okay. it's a bad question. I mean, is it show. a bad question? Just well, doesn't off, relate.
1: If this was like oh, a botany, well, first
0: off, <laughs> first off, nobody from New York says they're from New York, New York. So and she named herself Lily Rosenberg. So a little anti Semitic and clearly <laughs> clearly a fake name. Uh although I will say, uh, my favorite flower. I don't know. I like uh I, I think I'm a classic guy. I think I like roses.
1: Oh really? I
0: think I like roses.
1: You like them for like celebrations or do you like them? Not like for a- myself,
0: but if I'm in a Sure. Gift them to a, a lady Sure, sure, sure Yeah, I would go roses
1: Have you gifted flowers outside of roses to someone before?
0: Yeah, I'll do like a, a panoply of beautiful colors sometimes I'll Look at like, you with
1: the vocabulary uh, like that go. word panoply? Yeah, yeah,
0: I, I learned it a couple days ago I've been fitting it in a lot
1: I'm gonna steal it from you Yeah,
0: you had a panoply of baby dicks before sure, sure. in our conversation Like a
1: cornucopia
0: A of- cornucopia is a great yeah. This is. I use panoply Panoply My wife was like, what was that fucking word? I was like, Google it Panoply. She didn't believe that I used it correctly.
1: My wife just taught me like three words this past week. I can't bring can't remember. No, none of them. But I remember thinking like I'm going to sound smart, and now this is be an opportunity I can be like, look at these words I have. No, I can't do you it. You
0: did use cornucopia though. I'll give you credit for that. Do you have a favorite flower?
1: <sighs> you know I like the smell
0: of lilac very much. That's a nice one. That's yeah. a, that's a purple flower, right? It is. Yeah. One of the times I'll say this: when I really fell in love with my wife. Early on in our dating, I was like, what's your favorite flower? Just so I know know what to treat you to. And she went purple. Like, is there a bigger dude answer to what's your favorite flower than just saying a color? May
1: as well be my wife talking about movies, dude. (laughs) Like, the woman never saw a movie before me. And I remember saying, like, what's your favorite movie? And she goes, you know, Matt Damon. Uh, And I go, wait, what the...
2: (laughs) You can't
1: answer what your favorite movie is, but you just throw out Matt Damon. I remember we recently saw this Uncharted movie or whatever. We went to go see it. Okay, yeah, yeah. It's fucking dog shit. We're sitting there, and I was like, oh, it's like a treasure hunting thing, you know, like Goonies. She's like, I never saw Goonies. Sat there like stunned In the theater Yeah I go let's get the fuck out of here We went home and made microwave nachos And watched the Goonies That's how, how you, you
0: do it That's how you save an evening That's how you save a marriage Fuck yeah dude I'm serious So you need to have that kind of like We move in the moment And you know You never know what's coming Fuck yeah Gotta be willing to walk out of a movie We're not
1: locked in those seats In that shitty movie No If I wanna fucking pull the ripcord I'm out
0: Yeah Let's go do something Although I will say If you want a good treasure hunting movie uh Jungle Cruise
1: Not bad Oh yeah, the rock. I was fine. I was fine.
0: Oh well, you're being pleasant because you're on my podcast, but I guess afterwards you could tell me you think it's dog shit too. Yeah, I just think I just think those actors very likable.
1: Sure, I like oh, Emily Blunt.
0: I like I, Emily Blunt. Like the rock. I mean,
1: the rock to me is Coca-Cola, Mickey Mouse, and McDonald's. You know what I mean? <laughs> like he's you Disney's horror at this point.
0: You didn't like his Super Bowl opening? Oh man,
1: I'm just rocked out. I'm
0: rocked out, man. Finally, the rock <laughs>
1: has rocked out, Matt,
0: damn. man. Guys got a
1: TV show. Come on, you am too- drowning in rock. Dr-
0: <laughs> I'm buried in rock. All right, uh, let's go to our second uh, second call here. Hey, Eric, this is Bent. I'm calling from Germany right now, and uh, I've been blaming the Vikings' uh, performance over the years on their owners, on the ownership, and I'm wondering how stupid I sound. When I blame our consistently uh, disappointing seasons on the owners, do I sound dumb? Are they good owners, bad owners? Tell me about the owners. Who, who are the worst owners in the NFL? How many times can Ben say later, owners bye. in a in a voicemail? Um, I, I was,
1: I was. He went on a run there.
0: <laughs> that was Ben Washburn. He was on the podcast uh, last week, so I we kind of answered this question a little bit, but I don't know, I don't know how much owners are really to blame for bad seasons.
1: Depends if you're Jerry Jones you're to blame you Yes know, he's, he's too involved
0: If you're the lady for the lions who seems to Be like excited But you, you're you the the lions Owner for six years Yeah, I'm not really blaming her as much
1: The owner At is, least I
0: would blame the old lions owner But like yeah I think it's like what What's the way to say it It's It's related but it's not always causal
1: I don't hate that When I look at the owner I say what's what's up with the head coach and gm because that's a direct hire from the owner yeah so if the the head coach and GM are they're doing a a fairly decent job they're they're successful and there are things on the field i i would say the owners the owner's doing their job as long as they have those two pieces and they're signing the checks to get decent players in there it's not the owner it's yeah. not the owner. Then it starts to trickle down because you can have an issue with your locker room injuries. I mean, an injury plagued team's not going anywhere. But uh, as long as they stay away, sign the checks, the head coach and GM are in place. It's not the owner's fault.
0: That's fair. And I, I, I actually think of the Vikings and I'm like, yeah, they haven't won um, a lot, but they've they have not had like stretches of being terrible. No, like they've been competitive pretty much every year with a couple down years. Yeah. They're not unwilling to spend money. I don't like that they got that. St- I said this on the last week show. I don't like the indoor stadium thing. I'm like, yeah, you're in fucking Minnesota. Can we have a cold weather?
1: Thing? So that, that isn't, I mean, do they still call it Soldier's Field in Chicago? Yeah, they so, do. So Soldier's Field, Green mm-hmm. Bay. You kind of split because Detroit's got the dome. Yeah. You don't like domes.
0: The only dome I liked was the old Detroit dome.
1: Have the you been to SoFi? I have not been so far. <sighs> Incredible.
0: I mean, I know it's, I know as a fan, it's a million times better than freezing your nuts mm, off.
1: Absolutely. I know.
0: I know that. Yeah. But like when I'm watching the game and it's the fucking fourth quarter in the playoffs and I can see the quarterback's breath, I'm fucking hard. You want the, you want yeah, the elements want to play part I want the elements to be a thing. Sure, sure. My favorite football game ever to watch was when the Eagles played the Lions in 2013 with Nick Foles as quarterback and there's two feet of snow. And they're literally just sliding through the snow. By the time the fourth quarter hits, I mean it was fucking incredible. It's a thing of beauty.
1: Sure, as a Patriots fan, we've had a lot of big snowballs. Yes, and, you have. Yeah, and your
0: it's, legacy, the, the,
1: fucking the fumble, what
0: rooski, yeah, whatever that thing is, the Tuck rule.
1: Thank you. Yeah, but but that being said, as a fan sitting in the miserable, miserable. Oh man, I remember miserable. going to a Monday night game where the Colts just fucking Peyton just slit our throats, <laughs> gutted us, and uh, I remember. I, it was Monday night, paid big bucks for those tickets, and I was like, I'm staying for every tick on this clock. And it was a beating. It was like 41 to 7 or something. Yeah, yeah, And I stayed forever, and I I was not enjoying it. But if I was in a stadium, at least you could throw a few back, get half-cocked, fucking, you know, t-shirt, jeans, I'm all about that. I don't like being uncomfortable. I don't like the fucking cold.
0: You like the cold? I like, I, I like, I think I might like the cold a little more than the heat.
1: <laughs> Hate winter. Hate
0: it. And my, you're a northeast guy. You said you're from New Hampshire.
1: Dude, I'll never go back. I went back for Christmas for the first time in nine years, and I, outside of seeing my family and friends, fuck
0: Yeah, yeah. Hate it. it.
1: Don't like the cold at all. My wife's from Vermont. She loves it. She loves the cold. Not my thing. I'm not a skier, not a snowboarder. The only reason I went ice fishing was to get drunk, like... Yeah, yeah. I, I do not and feel like the cold a little weather. less. Yeah, yeah, exactly, exactly. Right. Yeah, not a cold weather guy. All
0: right, so it sounds like you really like the Minnesota Vikings owner. Then he got you into the into a seventy five degree game.
1: Yeah, I'm, I'd be cool with that. Yeah.
0: All right, there we go. Well, we're split on this. Uh, there you go, Bent. There's your answer. Let's move on to our next uh, caller right here.
1: Hey, Eric, it's Matt
0: Castle. Uh, my buddy told me you were going to talk about me on your podcast. Which was fine till
1: I heard it's a podcast about backup quarterbacks. I'm not a fucking backup, buddy. I started plenty of games, bitch. I don't know if you think you're being funny, but you won't think it's funny when I shovel past a fucking chair at your head during your next comedy show. And don't think I forgot about you, Matt Dan. Yeah, I heard you're on the show too, you piece of shit. You got two first names, but you're the last name on my list of true fans. You stink, buddy. How can you call yourself a Patriots <laughs> fan and support this bullshit? I'm a starter. The only thing I'm backing up is my fucking truck over your fat fucking heads. I'm a starter.
0: <laughs> All right. Thanks, Matt, for calling in. Sorry about that, man. I, I want to no, 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 no. roll out the red carpet for you. No,
1: I loved it. I loved it.
0: All right. Let's go to our next call. I, we, don't have any, we don't have to comment on that. I guess he's just a little upset.
1: Yeah, we should talk about Castle a little bit, though. We will. I mean, yeah. the other
0: thing is, like, usually I do like 20 minutes up top before the guest comes on. I record it later. Yeah. That's when I like go through the fucking Wikipedia page and shit.
1: Sure, sure. So the, the, the
0: Castle fans,
1: they'll get I got to get now. it out. I did my homework last night, baby. I'm a, I got we're, some Castle facts. We will
0: talk Castle facts. Yeah. I actually have some, I do have some Castle facts, too. So we'll compare notes. All right. All right. We'll see what we're next, hopefully, there are some fucking non plants in here. Some of these are real people.
1: Sure, sure. I mean... A I, couple. Half, half friends and family. Half and, and half. Half, like half and half. One or two calls of like... <laughs> <laughs>
0: you can tell the people who are just like, what, who, what team do you like? Like the nervous people <laughs> yeah. are real people. And then and then my family are the ones that are fucking with me. Go it off. Hey, this is Denise from Cleveland. I love the show. Is Baker Mayfield going to get traded? Well, that's an old question now because he's definitely getting traded. A thousand fucking percent after that. Yeah, dude. Yeah. Hell yeah. Yeah. Where do you think he's going to go? I think he's going to go to the Colts.
1: I think any as well. That's number yeah. one on my list.
0: He's not going to the Saints because they're keeping James. yep. And so who else needs a quarterback? Carolina. And the Seahawks. Yeah. They're not going to go with Drew
1: Locke. You would think not. Yeah. But so the, I see two, two pieces out there that you could call... Um, uh, starting quarterback Jimmy G Baker, yeah, and I'd be more excited to get Jimmy G. Even he, he's injured, right? He's currently injured. I think yeah, but he's
0: injured. But I don't think he's gonna stay injured for right. the beginning of the next season.
1: I think it's gonna come right up to. I forget what the fuck he heard. it was. His leg again, or what the hell Or his shoulder? I think it was his shoulder,
0: yeah. and it was his fucking throwing shoulder too. I mean. I'd still take that over Baker. You are, But you are buying low on both of them because Baker was hurt last year too. Yes. So I think whoever gets Baker and Jimmy G are going to, like, the expectations will be lowered, which is probably good for both of them. But give me
1: Jimmy G's attitude over Baker's any day of the week. That's yeah. the guy I want in my locker room. He's more of a leader to me. The 49ers fucking love Jimmy G. Debo loves Jimmy G. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. The only reason they got to go in another direction is because they, Trey. they got Trey. Yeah.
0: They could trade him, but I guess why? Yeah, Jimmy G didn't show you enough. It sucks that it sucks that he was as I guess hobbled as he was in that championship game because it's like they had or not, the, look, or not the whatever the
1: against, second uh, round. Yeah, no, it was the NFC championship, wasn't it? Against the, it rank, was. It was. was it? it was. Yeah. Yeah, it was. I'm sorry. And yeah. then and then and then he made that terrible throw at the end. To, yeah, yeah. It didn't look good. You no. know, none of that looked good. But he had a decent season. He looked. He looked strong through a lot of the season. You
0: know, know, I was thinking about this. It's like if Baker... Because Baker was hurt in, I don't remember what game, somewhere in the middle-ish of of last season. Yeah, yeah. And the Browns were okay with him in the beginning, and then he got hurt and he sucked. If Jimmy G had just gotten hurt and been like, I can't play, and Trey Lance goes in in the playoffs and fucking just drops a deuce, maybe Jimmy G's still in San Francisco. Wouldn't hurt him. And the same thing with Baker. If he had just been like, yeah, I'm hurt. I played well for 5 or 6 games and I can't play for the rest of the year. And somebody else came in and fucking ate shit, then both of them might be staying put.
1: I mean, look what but happened I, in Green Bay. They saw they got a little taste of Jordan Love and they were like, "Oh, shit."
0: Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah. it's kind of the thing of like uh playing when you're hurt can help you or it can also fuck you can fuck you up. Sure. You play poorly and the team has an option behind you, they'll just be like, "Oh, well there that's all he needed to show us." So I guess what I'm saying, kids, don't play through the pain. (laughs) Quit. Uh, Let's go to our, uh, we we got a couple more here. Hi, this is Christian from Atlanta, Georgia. I wanted to talk to you about your extended car warranty. my brother. We don't have to listen to that one. Let's move past that. There's got to be a real, I think this one's real.
2: Hey, this is Ben Dover from Dallas. And I see that the uh, uh,
0: Eagles released Ah, uh, flex my cock, and I'm wondering how that's going to affect them this year, Ooh. and uh, and I hope it doesn't put them in a hole. Great, God, All right. I hope that's well, a
1: real one. I hope it's a real one.
0: <laughs> I don't know who that is. I know his name is not Bend Over, but the Eagles did release. I like that he based his dick jokes in a real NFL storyline, which was the Eagles releasing.
1: Flex he had Cox. me for a second. He was reeling me in. <laughs> way to way to go,
0: way to go, Bend Over in Dallas. I think he might be. Fu- I think it's if it's a guy in Dallas. Yeah, he might just be trying to rub it. You got to tip your hat
1: at that one. That one
0: was not too bad. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
1: I enjoyed it. I'm still smiling. For (laughs) not.
0: Perfect. No, I do. Look, here's the thing. We're not in high school anymore, okay? But when I hear shit like that, it makes me want to go back to high school. That was awesome. Oh, man. I'll
1: tell you, there'll never be like a guy getting hit in the nuts I won't laugh at. You know, like, oh, I I
0: was trying to describe to my wife the brilliance of jackass the other day. (sighs) And she just, she's like, I don't, it's the stupidest thing. Same
1: thing with my wife. I was like, you don't understand. I was like, it'll never not be funny. It's never not.
0: Always funny.
1: Hysterical, dude.
0: It's also like the creativity with how they hurt themselves is always what I marvel at. Oh, my God. If it was, I mean, because sometimes they just hit each other in the nuts with a fucking tack hammer. But then sometimes they're like up on a high wire and they're dressed as Charlie Chaplin, like
1: chickens they, hanging out of their ass over an alligator pit. Yeah, yeah. They, like, they
0: do some really brilliant stuff in a in a way that presents as dumb, but I I love it, man. Yeah, it was great. Never never laughed harder than with my friends at the first Jackass movie in a
1: theater. Well, I, did you see the last one? I have not seen it yet. Oh, man, this most recent one was so fucking funny. Oh, and great, dude. It felt like I was like laughing so hard I'm dumping my beer on my buddy's lap and he's like yo yo yeah and I'm like I just turned to start dumping it on myself <laughs> and, and it it was it just felt so good to be laughing in a movie theater again yeah 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 like cuz like name the last fucking like hilarious comedy 10 years out at least like yeah. a decade without like good fucking comedy in the movie theaters
0: you know what? I feel like there's been like i mean there's obviously been movies i've enjoyed that I've watched mm-hmm. in the last 10 years. Mm-hmm. But I always wonder if it's just because it's whatever. It's our childhood, and that's why we go back to them. But I'm like, will anything ever be better than Tommy Boy or Jackass or the movies that I watched? Dumb and the Dumber,
1: a- yeah. Ace Ventura. Like, literally, like... But, but like, old school was fucking great. The first was Hangover great. was a slapper. Fucking uh, uh, Wedding Crashers, another banger. You know, like, yeah, yeah. comedy, even through time... Has changed still funny's funny. It's yeah. just, man, there's nothing.
0: Can I tell you a good one though? Yeah,
1: please. Have you seen Pop Star? Yeah, dude. It's great. Pop Star is a good one. Hilarious. Hilarious. But what what was that? That had to be seven, eight years ago, at least. At least Is it? At least I did. It was a up. long time ago. I'll
0: look it up. I got a computer right here. Let's race.
1: This goddamn 4G.
0: <laughs> Come on, baby. Popstar. 2016. It's six years old. Yeah. Fuck, man. I did not think it was that old. Yeah, it is. Yeah, I mean, it. Mu- I think it bombed when it came out.
1: I think so, too. It and didn't...
0: then people, like, I think it had, like, two years of just being a bombed movie that nobody saw, and then it, like, whatever, it got its second wind or what something.
1: It was, like, when, when video stores were still a thing, some movies would see, like, They would they would get their their fair shake when they hit VHS. You know what I mean? Like they got popular after their theatrical release. Now we don't have that. It's tough to do that. But this was one of those movies. I think after it came out of theaters, people were like, "What is that?" You know what I mean? And it was funny. It was funny. I didn't see it until it was like on HBO, and then I was like, "All right, I guess I'll watch this." And I was like, "Holy shit!" Yeah, this came out like three years ago. This is great.
0: Wolves at the wedding. Very funny signing the dude's cock in the limo. Very hilarious. funny. There's some really Their music's hilarious always. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I'm a big Tim Meadows fan. I think he's one of the most underrated SNL guys. Solid as they come. Solid as they come. Yeah. Yeah, you could be, That's a rock that I would build a home on.
1: Solid yeah. as they come. Uh, okay. <laughs>
0: All right, we're done with the we're done with the uh voicemails. Bring in the backups voicemail. Derek now, do you know Matt Castle goes by Cast Dog? No,
1: that, that I didn't know. There's
0: your first Matt Castle fact right there.
1: Isn't, that's his nickname?
0: His nickname is Cast Dog. Cast Dog. C-A-S-S, Dog, D-A-W-G. That's a
1: big late 90s thing.
0: Yeah, it's not a great name. No. It's not a great nickname. It's not. It doesn't feel that creative. Everybody in high school,
1: uh, like 96, 97, 98, 99. I remember I had a buddy, Chris Legary. We all called him Leg Dog. We had a we had a buddy named uh Cass Joe Cassidy. His name was Cass dog. Everybody <laughs> was a dog. Cass dog. Cass dog. dog. <laughs> Holy shit. Dude, we just Joe Cassidy that. and fucking Matt Cass <laughs> have to have a fucking conversation. <laughs> right?
0: Holy shit, there's multiple Cass dogs. Yeah, I don't uh you know, my stepdad's really good at giving people nicknames. He gave uh I, I I'm e bones. I can take that. Sure. It's alright, it's not the best. But uh my brother got Tauntaun. What was it? Tauntaun. Taunta? Taun, taun.
1: taun What the hell is taun,
0: taun. that? It's French for something. All right. Because he's like, he, him and my grandfather taun, taun. were French. No, taun, taun It's The same noise twice. Okay. Ta ta. Ta ta.
1: Glad it's not my nickname.
0: All right. Jesus <laughs> Christ. Wow. <laughs> Fucking, I am bombing. What was the other thing I said I liked that you were like, ooh.
1: Uh, that was The Rock. Yeah, yeah. That was Jungle Cruise. That too.
0: I will say this. I, I haven't partaken in a lot of rock stuff, so I don't feel
1: over inundated. It's right all now. the same note to me. I mean, I'll watch it, but yeah. he's not remaking the wheel. This no, he's not. You want to blow me away, Rock? Do a dramatic roll and fucking nail it. Nail Knock it. it out of the yeah. park. Then, uh, Then you'll make me say, like, all right, that's the best thing he's done since the eyebrow lift.
0: Spoken like someone who hasn't seen the tooth fairy, which is some of his best
1: work. I actually had a buddy in that. Really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. it was like years ago, but I was uh, I was uh, an EMT on an ambulance in Boston, and I had a buddy who was on that. Who Do you remember
0: who he was? Uh, another,
1: another EMT. I forget his fucking name. But he was in that yeah, one, and then he was in another one where um, he started by like, being a set medic and then got cool with him. And then he also did, there was one where I think like The Rock was a football player and he adopts a little girl or something. And yeah. he was, like, one of his football buddies in, the, in another movie. And I was like, oh, shit, this dude's in movies now.
0: I knew I knew a guy that was, like, a sound person on a movie. And then he started getting all these, like, these roles in Gotham and shit like that. Mm. It's just because he, like, made friends with people on set and directors. And it was just it. Just, he was just a good hang.
1: Dude, attitude's everything, man. Yeah, man. Goes a long way. How
0: many people, like, spend their whole life being like, how do I... Get a fucking under five on blue bloods. It's like, it's like all you gotta do is just be a little nice to hang out with. Stop
1: white knuckling it, be cool. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Fucking chill out. Yeah, exactly. It'll come if it's hey man, if you're if you're actually good at something it'll come. and you're chill, it'll it should. It should come. Or you have the worst luck and I mean
0: <laughs> That is true. You can be really good and you can work really hard and be unlucky. That is also that can happen. But for the most part, like that is that's been my experience at least with I mean, I did improv for a long time. It's me a, too. yeah, It's yeah, a yeah, deep, deep, started. deep shame, I feel. I don't know no, how... To, it, it how should, do you feel?
1: It shouldn't be. It shouldn't be. A lot of people say what you say, well, but it shouldn't be, and I'll tell you exactly why. Let me hear Because you have other tools, and so doing stand-up so long and and, and, and excelling to it at some point, and, and so I have certain tools that other standups don't have because I did improv and theater and I can do characters. And when I tell stories, it's not just another white guy standing on a microphone stationary. We can fucking dip in and out. And plus, sure. plus part of standup is being able to go off the cuff. And if you can't do that and you're married to like words, you wrote on a fucking five star, you're in trouble.
0: Well, I'm, I'm with you with its utility and other things. A hundred percent. Here's why I struggle with my years. I also did it. I don't know how long you were. I did it
1: too long, so I should have. I did it it for seven years. I was like, I'm going to
0: make make my fucking living being an improv teacher. That's bananas. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I was really into it. Uh, I was also in New York, where the improv stand up relationship was not like it is in LA. Like, people were pretty much like, if you're an improviser, you're a theater kid, and when I started to do stand up, it was like an issue getting into.
1: So it was like that for me too.
0: You felt w- out here, or absolutely,
1: because I did Groundlings Sunday Company, and I and and that I was like, oh, this is it. Here we go, man! And then like <laughs> they're like the fucking, riot. they hit the button where you just drop through the floor. See ya. <laughs>
0: No, it's like you get on the roller coaster, it starts to rumble, and then it slows down, and they're like, you're actually too fat to ride it. Right? <laughs> yeah, you and yeah, hop yeah. off.
1: You met the height requirements, <laughs> but...
0: <laughs> so you just watch your family ride it.
1: Uh, but but uh, I started doing shows. I was getting the cold shoulder from a lot of people. Who's this fucking new kid? It's just like the new kid in classic. Like the kid who moves into another town, you know what I mean? Now, wait
0: well, a second. You were getting the cold shoulder from the improv? Be- from stand-ups. the stand-ups yeah, because yeah. you got on...
1: It was just like who's the fucking new guy who's like swinging for the fences on everything? Like I don't know, I haven't seen him at the open mics and yeah, shit. Yeah, yeah. And then um and that see, like I had a few friends who had shows and so when I made the pivot I got onto a couple of cool shows right away and they're like, Who the fuck is that? You know what I mean? But
2: yeah, yeah.
1: Um but, uh, I also lucked out like, if again, attitude, and I was just I kind of didn't give a fuck, and but I went, and I wasn't looking for any problems, just like, hey, if you don't want to be my buddy, you don't want to be my buddy. And then, um, uh, there were some people who've been doing it for a while who just fucking I got along with them, and that helped. And then you start yeah. your own
0: community. You've got the right mentality for sure. I like I still struggle with it. like my my wife just got on an improv team, so I went to the show. yeah, and it's the first time I've seen an improv show for. Five, six years. Sure. And I'm watching it, and the first team is uh terrible. And I'm like, mm-hmm. I fucking hate this <laughs> so much. Sure. And I'm getting, and I'm all the feelings of like, I fucking wasted my 20s getting really good oh, at, yeah. this, at this useless thing. And then the second team came out, and they fucking crushed And I'm like, it's a magic show all over again. I'm like, oh my God, are they, when when are auditions? Are they coming? Like, I had like the pull to like get back into. A little bit of
1: a roller coaster.
0: I'm telling Uh you, it's, but it's like, uh, yeah, I don't know. I, 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 I over, uh. I overcooked my my stay in improv.
1: So I did the same thing. And it's then hard not to. I didn't want anything to do it. Like doing groundlings, you got to like put on makeup and the wig and the whole fucking deal, right? Just paying the fucking ass. And, uh, uh, so many successful people come out of there, and it's like good good shit for the most part. But uh, doing that and then getting cut and then having to refine, like kind of recarve a path. I was like. I didn't want anything to do with it. I didn't want anything to do with, like, characters or sketch and, like, uh, just keep it away from me. And then it wasn't until recently that uh, a buddy was going for JFL characters, right? And I was watching everybody's character set and I was like, I don't know what fucking just kind of, like, washed over me. But I was like, ah, I'm not so mad at it. Yeah, like, yeah. yeah, I can fucking do this. I learned a lot of good shit. I met a lot of good people. And then it's just like, I don't know. This just takes yeah. one of those days. It's like, I don't know. It's just like, oh, fuck it. And I learned a few things. And most of the shit is the relationships you can walk away with. Are the, that's the biggest thing.
0: Oh, I met my wife doing it. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, So it's, and pretty much every friend I've made in comedy, even people that do stand-up, are people that at some point I did improv with in New York. There you go. So yeah, I, I hope to get there. You know what I, I didn't have is I haven't, you said you were watching your friend doing a JFL character showcase and that kind of sparked it in you. I like when I left improv, I like, I was cold Turkey. Like I did not watch any shows. I was like, so I feel like now that my wife's on this team, I'm probably going to end up seeing shows for the next couple of months. A thousand percent. I'm hoping, a it's gonna like, yeah. I'm hoping it's going to like loosen me up to be like, it. W- you know. It, it will. A, it was a fun time. Yeah. It, There's no reason to be mad at yourself.
1: I I subscribe to fuck it a lot. And it's just yeah, like, yeah. Uh, it's, I, I'm, I'm, I say this to myself. This is me on me, but I'm like i just let it go, you little bitch. Like, what are you so fucking <laughs> mad about? What are you fucking yeah, mad yeah, yeah. about? Shut the fuck up. Who are you to bit.
0: think it should work out for you the way you yeah, wanted it, it to work and
1: out? And I'll tell you, man, the older I get, the more I'm like, oh, yeah, it's not going to be at all how you thought it was going to be, pal. Like,
0: and, Yeah, we're well off plan A. Exactly. Yeah, yeah.
1: Exactly. Just start being fucking happier. How about that? You know what I mean? Like, stop being a, a pussy little bitch and just, like, you know, try to, try to at least be like, you know, I got it pretty good. I'm doing okay. Yeah, like, go to therapy. Doesn't hurt, man. I did it for a while. Doesn't hurt. And I don't know. In fact, I would say, helps. Helps. Yeah, 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 I'm
0: with you. Yeah. Now, I gave you a cast dog fact. Yes. You said you had castle facts.
1: So, I know the story. So, it's pretty interesting, because, like... Let me hear it. Dude, I'll tell you, man. I think this guy... So, if you want to say Brady is the best backup of all time, super duper, I totally get it. Kind of. But he wasn't a backup for all that long. Exactly. So, Matt Castle, right? He was second fiddle. And then Bernard Pollard. So, he was second fiddle at USC. And he and Matt Leiner, who is maybe one of the best collegiate quarterbacks of all time in history, like it's pretty yeah, outstanding yeah. what he did at USC with Pete Carroll. But uh, and it was like I think Reggie Bush too, right? He was on that team, I think.
0: He was. I don't think Castle only played. Did he even start in college?
1: Oh, oh or it yeah. Or was like the one? Oh, Castle. Castle never fucking. That's what started. I was saying. I know. Never f- started. Yeah. So he's been a backup all through college. Stayed busy with like fucking baseball and uh, other sports just to like stay in. Stay in it. And then uh, did, had a uh did not stand out at the combine, had an okay combine. So then he had a pro day, and half the teams in the league didn't even go. And then those that stayed around, like, swarmed him like the hot chick, asking for his number to the point where his parents are standing there watching this fucking weeping. Like, it's been five years, and he's finally having his day. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. So then, uh, because he was a seventh-round pick. Like, think about that. Later than Brady. Yeah, yeah. Crazy. So, Pats take him, and still nobody knows who this kid is. There were a bunch of no-name, like, quarterbacks that went well before him. They take him. Kid who never even... I don't even think he threw a touchdown. Forget start. I don't even think he threw a touchdown for USC.
0: Keep keep talking. I'm going to... I'll verify.
1: And then... uh, uh, and it was, like, pretty heated. Like, Pete Carroll flipped a coin between him and the line art. He, he, it yeah, was yeah. It, either one could have started. Uh, and so, the Pats got him, and then, you know, Bernard Pollard, the Bills game. Was it Bills? It was the Bills.
0: Where were Brady fucking was, went it was, Disney?
1: Yeah, was Bernard Pollard on the Bills or the Chiefs then? He might have been on the Chiefs.
0: I want to say it was the Bills.
1: Um, For some reason, i He's I'm been pictu- on both those teams.
0: I'm picturing Blue coming in at Brady's... Flagged. See, I'm seeing white.
1: I'm seeing How white jersey. Really? Well, we're gonna have to look. Do no, we going look that up? Too. Yeah, yeah, yeah,
0: let's look up the let's look up the Matt College college stat for because I, I do think that's an important one, one that I probably should have known. Zero touchdowns, one pick in his entire <laughs> Isn't that, is that crazy? That is crazy. Yeah, you were right.
1: Yeah, it's wild. And then uh, so then Bernard Pollard happens, and that team, that Patriots team. It was 11 and 5 with yeah. Matt Castle. I think it was week, week five, maybe week four or five on. Matt Castle takes it over.
0: No, no, no. It was the first was it, game was, of the season. Oh,
1: it was like, that's it was the right. first
0: game of the season with Brady.
1: That's right. Yeah, he the started whole, the whole year. Season. Yeah, yeah. So, so, so that, so I actually just watched the first down he comes in. He's backed up into his. Own end zone, right? Running play doesn't go anywhere. Another running play, loss of yards. Looks like I think case. I think it's Casey had like a top the top five secondary in the NFL. So the announcers even are like, oh, they're not gonna let Castle throw it on this one. Launches one to Randy Moss for like fifty yards. Yeah, yeah. His first drive in the NFL, he went ninety-eight yards, scored a touchdown to Randy Moss. And 78 of those yards were his through the year. That's, that's Dude, how he came on, man. He, f-
0: imagine how pent up you are. That's like a Mormon <sighs> having sex after getting married at 26. You're like, mar- you fucking blat- <laughs> Like, she's on the wall through the on the other rock. side of the room. <laughs> There's like a her shaped hole. I'm telling yeah. you, man, like, imagine that. I mean, and also, like, the the fucking like loyalty to stick at USC. Crazy. When you don't have... I mean, you just think about what college football is like now, dude. It's like the guy behind you throws a touchdown. You're like, yeah, yeah, Portal. Yeah. Portal.
1: I'm out of here. I'm out. Yep.
0: Yep. I'll see you at Kent State.
1: Yeah, Kent State. <laughs> see you at Tacoma. See you at yeah. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah.
0: So, like, I mean, I, you, ha- you have to have a lot of respect for, like, how he waited. I mean, that's the true that's sto- the true story of a backup. I mean, talk about a guy earning his starts.
1: Matt Castle. The king of patience, no question. King of patience.
0: Oh earned all those spots on the Rich Eisen show, as far as I'm concerned. You better you bet them. your ass. Yeah, were we saying that before we started recording? Yeah, 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 How yeah. he's like he's on every show. He really is. But and he doesn't have a job.
1: And he's still a handsome devil. No, I think he's in his finished basement half the time and he's just like uh he look he looks like wife, his wife's cooking dinner or something yeah, yeah, upstairs yeah. and he's just like squeezing in a quick 12 minutes <laughs> just to shoot the shit with the fellas
0: good for him man he's got i'm sure he's got a tv thing coming i I'm mean sure he, he must right he, he he's got a, he's going to be like a guy yeah cuz he's likable and there's a million college football games at Absolutely. some at some point someone's going to be like the Mac needs someone to call their mac Tuesdays.
1: Well, speaking of college, right? So, like, the guy who started in front of him, Matt Leinert, was drafted by the Arizona Cardinals who had, like, you know, a Kirk Cousins who is, he was at the end of his rope, you yeah. know? He, what he did in the NFL was cool story, is great. Shit, they made a movie about it. But, like, they drafted Leinart to come up behind him, and so the last game of the season was uh, Patriots-Cardinals- And so it was, like, the guy who was always in front of Castle. And, uh, like, they started Liner over over Warner for that game. And, I mean, fucking Matt Castle just poured it all over him. I think it was 47-7. Like, there was... You want to talk about letting out the demons... Nutting people through walls,
0: <laughs> <laughs> an anger nut. Oh my god! I mean, and I'm sure they were friends and close, but that's got to be the most fucking satisfying thing.
1: Oh, dude, that was it. I mean, it's t- also that must they
0: must be the only eleven and five team to not make the playoffs in 2008. That's so, got to be a, a record.
1: Here's a fun one. So they did extend. They did. Ex- they've been extending the season longer and longer since then, right? But at that point. Uh, if you went eleven and five, you had a ninety-eight percent chance to make the playoffs. It's so brutal. Ah, oh, and that to me is that that's his life story, man. That's such a bummer. It really
0: is. Yeah. I because mean, like I I mean, does he have a playoff start after that? I have no idea.
1: Oh man, Do you just did it? your homework last night, Matt. So I know Do we have it? So after that, he went to KC and he had uh, his first season in KC went terribly. Yeah. Second one went, I think, okay, they might have gone to the... It wasn't until uh, second or third season, he got hurt, and got a concussion, and the KC fans were cheering for that. And then the entire KC team were like turned on the fan base. you remember this? Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: Crazy. That was the Tyler Thigpen year, I believe. Yeah,
1: I forgot all about that. I was yeah, like, yeah. oh, man. not a, That wasn't a good day for KC. Not cool. No, that wasn't a cool move. Not, no, no, no. Not, no, 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 no. Uh, then... He eventually has to get out of town.
0: Before he gets out of town, though, let's talk about what he did his last season in KC. Yeah, yeah. Saved an entire family from that burning home in 2012. Oh, I don't remember this. Oh, yeah. Really? It's right here on his Wikipedia. Listen to this shit. Get out of here. I'm going to read the line. Please. On the night of January 26, 2012, a fire broke out in family's home in the village of Loch Lloyd, Missouri. Castle, seeing the smoke from the fire, ran to their house to alert them. The family was able to make it out of the fire alive. So you just, like,
1: ring the doorbell?
0: <laughs> if, if he had, like, gone
1: in. Because I'll tell you, the way it was set up, I thought he was putting a foot through the Come front door. Come on.
0: Come on. How
1: many people run towards
0: the fire? That's a, that is a That is a great... Story hey for man, Matt Castle. Hey
1: man, they're, out, they're out in the deck barbecuing. Hey, man, your living room's on fire. Matt Castle saved an entire family.
0: Do you think if Kansas City <laughs> fans could have chosen at that time, they're like, look, this signing's going to be a disaster. The team's not going to play well. You're going to have a one-win season in there, but he's going to save a family. You have to choose which of those things happens.
1: Football fan base? Football fan base? They would have let, oh. let that family cook. They would have made him part of their Kansas
0: City barbecue <laughs> yeah, exactly. recipe. We got family tonight.
1: Exactly.
0: All right. So, yes, he leaves. Um, by the way, it was, it was the Chiefs that— uh,
1: Bernard Pollard was on?
0: Yeah. But I will say this, too. Uh, you said you saw white going at Brady's knees. They were wearing their red jerseys. So, technically— Oh,
1: all right. And you, but you saw blue in your— I was,
0: I was more wrong than you.
1: No, you we don't have to word it you, that way You were 100% <laughs> right You said the correct thing.
0: I'm just being a fucking dickhead Alright, so then he goes Yeah, right you, You're following the He leaves the Chiefs Do you know where he goes next? You got it?
1: I think it was uh, I know he was a little bit of a league whore But I think he went Minnesota
0: You got Minnesota Yeah Two seasons
1: Minnesota And then uh, he Did play
0: a little bit in Minnesota too
1: He did And he was, and they they were dog shit
0: No not good,
1: not okay. good, and then from there leapfrogs to Dallas, right?
0: You, you're missing one. <sighs> I'll give you a
1: hint. Is it? Hang on, hang on. It's not Buffalo, right? It's Buffalo. It's Buffalo. It's Buffalo. All right, all right. I knew. Yeah. He, I thought he. Went, I thought he ended in Buffalo. He ended. No. All right. I got it now. Yeah, he jumps to Buffalo. Yeah. Uh, I don't remember much of that. Was it? Memorable? I remember.
0: Uh, I'm remember, I'm fucking reading it right now off my computer. <laughs> he competed with EJ Manuel and Tyrod Taylor. Tyrod beat him out, right? Uh, Yes, and but they all got injured at yeah. some point, so he did pl- end up playing a little bit in Buffalo, but uh, not well. And then he goes to, as you said...
1: Dallas, and makes history... They were so bad, right? But makes history as being the only quarterback to throw an interception... And have it be called intentional grabbing. Yes, yes. <laughs> Come on, I yeah. Again, I, again. Of course, this is part of the Mac like story. It's
0: an all time like fucking like. I almost feel like uh, like the Don Beebe getting hit and bouncing straight off his head in the '90s shot. That <laughs> yes. Castle interception is like forever in
1: the. That's his butt fumble.
0: That's his butt fumble. Not as bad as the butt fumble.
1: No, that's humiliating. not as
0: hilarious as the
1: butt fumble. I mean, that's a that's a mark. That's a stain that doesn't leave. No, no.
0: And every time I see, like, every time Mark Sanchez is now on TV, like he seems like a nice guy. He does. And every time I see him, I'm like, you fucking ran up (laughs) face first, dude's asshole. (laughs) On national, you ran up an asshole, and it's not fair. It's not fair to you know whatever. No, football's hard.
1: Here's the deal. Life's not fair. <laughs> and you're the butt <laughs> fumble guy, exactly. And that, hey man, for the rest of us, we get to call you the butt fumble guy now. Yeah. It's too
0: much fun. I know we're supposed to care a lot about people's mental health now, and like you're not allowed to boo. Sure, sure. Like you get to boo, but then you have to like also like when they come over to the the, the Jesus bench. Jesus fucking Christ! They give, give everybody a, a fucking massage. trophy.
1: <laughs> like- Everybody's getting orange slices at halftime. You just here's the deal, man. Like the. Toughen up a little bit. A little bit. A little bit. Can we have fun? Yeah. Can we have fun? But also, like, let's fucking bring this one home for the fucking Gipper. You Thank know what you. I mean? Like, Thank you. Yeah. Let's,
0: there's, there's a balance. Right, let have some competitiveness. We don't got to boo Matt Castle's concussion or Michael Irvin's neck injury. But also, I Thousand can call percent. somebody a fucking piece of shit from the stands
1: and they can take it. it here's the deal. I I totally agree you don't know, cheer injuries. But, like, I'll see fans yell something, especially LeBron. And the way he stops and looks, and it's just like, "Hey, man, fucking, you're like one of the top three best fucking basketball players ever, and you're gonna let that fucking that fucking guy, a guy that looks like me, that talking guy. about
0: your bald spot, is gonna really bother you that much, <laughs> dude? You sensitive bitch,
1: thin skin, man,
0: thin skin, dude. That's that is the calling card of. But I, I will say this: if you're an athlete who does not have thin skin now. In 2022, you should fucking crush it. Agreed. Because you're playing with a lot of people who do. Yeah, that's a good point. So, like, I mean, more of a reason to not.
1: That's an edge in itself.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you just look at Jordan, who's, like, fucking writing. He's, like, writing. (laughs) He has, like, a notebook and red pen of stories he made up just to motivate himself to beat the jazz. And he's, like, literally inventing reasons to hate people. Yes. And you're like, okay, obviously he's mentally ill, but, like, that's the price of greatness.
1: I agree. Yeah. I agree. You have to be obsessed to a point. Of- well, you're a Patriots fan. I, I
0: You can watch Tom Brady, after four Super Bowls in, talking about getting drafted after the guy we talked about on the last podcast, whose name I'm fucking forgetting right now. Who is uh the guy that Cleveland drafted in the Brady the Brady draft? Oh god! Oh, uh,
1: it's that's it's like a French name. Or something, it starts right? with
0: a D. I literally just did a podcast. I heard
1: you talk about it. Yeah,
0: it was the podcast you let Spurgeon Wynn. Spurgeon. Okay, he's literally it's like a documentary on Tom Brady. He's won four Super Bowls, and there he's talking about Spurgeon win, and he's or he's talking about not getting drafted until one ninety nine or whatever it was, and he's ugly crying, and it's like, dude, this guy lives on the fact that Spurgeon win was drafted ahead of him. For sure, yeah. It's Geo Carmizzi or whatever that fucking guy was for the 40, 49ers. Like, he, it's like fuel, and now like now people take fuel and they're like, "Why are you giving me
1: fuel?" My my <laughs> my, my feeling, and it's like here's the deal: everybody's got feelings. I get it. Okay, great. It's just fucking quit your wine. Fucking get angry. Get fired up.
0: When I was a, when fired I, up when I was a fifteen year old, I went to a Baltimore Orioles game and I was telling Cal Ripken to hang it up because it was time. Sure. Man had been at third base for like eight years, couldn't yeah. do anything. He's got a different batting stance every fucking time he comes to the plate. I was letting Cal have it, and people were getting mad at me. And it's like, you know what? This is how he became great.
1: Were you an or- you were an Orioles fan?
0: No, I just went to an Orioles game. There, pl- I think it was like the big- I want to say it was the beginning of interleague, and the Phillies were playing. Cool, and we might have gone to a game. Cool, but you know, I like to take a lot of credit for Cal's final years and motivating him to keep going
1: because you got to fucking let people hear it. I agree. You give him a, give him something to get angry about. Yeah, anger is anger is a powerful thing. It can be used for good too. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. there's nothing wrong with getting fired up.
0: You don't live on it, but you can you can dine don't out. take it home,
1: or you'll be yeah. shitting out at your stomach yeah, lining. You can't have, pizza. <laughs> it, it can't you have pizza every night. Exactly. But yeah,
0: it, it it works for something. All right. Now we we've he's got two stops left that we haven't talked about after the Cowboys after the infamous uh, intentional grounding. Yes, break. you you know the other two stops.
1: <sighs> Tennessee. Tennessee Tennessee
0: he's there for two seasons
1: this one's going to be a tricky one for me I can
0: um, I I can give you a hint if you want it, but I won't give it to you until you're
1: really ready for it who 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 churned through quarterbacks it's not the Browns is it it's not the Browns I don't know that last one no
0: I'll give you a hint It's the Detroit Lions. That's a good hint, Let me a good see hint. If I can... Yeah Work it through
1: <laughs> Was that Was that while Stafford was there?
0: Yeah 2018 Wow
1: So I was a young Stafford
0: I did not remember that he was on the I did not remember he was on the Lions
1: y- y- So no That one's That Yeah that, it's and, and not what, anywhere in my memory doing But Doing
0: this podcast I You get that all There's always one You're like Who? And where? Yeah Randall Cunningham was on the Cowboys for I don't remember that He's my favorite player.
1: It's funny. I feel like Matt Stafford has been on the Lions or was on the Lions for twenty five years. That's, like I feel that's what Detroit like, does to you, man. Hey, it just yeah. time slows down. It really does. Like I just I can't remember Thanksgiving without Matt Stafford involved.
0: Man, I when you were we were shitting on Domes before, but I loved. I, I love what the Pontiac Silver Dome looked like on th- I, to me that was always one of the coolest venues Hell in sports yeah. and I love what it became after they let it go all decrepit and fall apart and there's like f- owls at the fucking end zone. That, I love that shit is
1: that still up no it's gone no, they took they took no, it was like down.
0: a health hazard I'm sure
1: sure yeah. I'm sure it was full of squatters.
0: I just love... I mean, dude, I'd fucking live there. (laughs) Right? I love old... I love anything that looks like people were hanging out and then everybody just stood up and walked away at some point. Yeah, yeah, yeah. When we were moving out to LA, we did uh, Route 66, which used to be that was the way people got out to California before they did did the interstates. Yeah. All those towns. So fucking cool. You just walk into a hotel and you're like this was a hotel until 20 years ago and then people just left it
1: it's fucking weird right
0: it's fucking awesome yeah yeah i mean we we our, our trip across the country took an extra 3 days because every time we saw route 66 exit we were like yeah let's fucking go
1: did you it was dog shit but did you see that new texas chainsaw movie
0: I can't watch horror movies, man. Ah, you want those f- guys. They fuck with me. Too I got a lot I got a lot I think of are real. Like I think they're that. real. Nah, They man. feel real to me. Yeah,
1: you know, the, the fact is if it makes me feel at all, <laughs> like I sit through so much shit and I am like just numb just watching it like just fucking kill me. But yeah, yeah. if I can feel scared, I'm like, oh it's it's working. It's doing something. I'm feeling something.
0: Yeah, no, that I mean that's a good point. I, I think what it is with me is like it just lives with me too long afterwards. Oh, that's the best. Like, part. I, 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 like here's the thing. There was, it was the first, not the first Texas Chainsaw, the one with Jessica Beale.
1: Sure. Yeah. That was a yeah. good remake. It yeah. was when I was
0: in college. Yeah. Wow. I went to go see it because there was a girl that I liked. And she, we were going with a group. And I was like, okay, I'll fucking go hang out with her. And I did not want to watch that movie because I didn't like horror movies. But I was like, I'll, maybe I'll, maybe, maybe I'll, I mean, gro- maybe you're I'm doing it for the girl. It. Yeah, yeah. Maybe yeah, I've yeah. grown past it. Sure. First scene: the dude with like, sandy L.A. hair, runs out into the field, gets his fucking leg chopped off. I'm like, yeah, I'm out. And I fucking left the movie theater, never hooked up with that girl. I was like, you know what? Not even worth
2: (laughs) pretending (laughs)
0: like I'm going to be good for this movie for another hour. I'm good. One of the few, I've only walked out of two movies. It was that and the second Mortal Kombat. Those are the only movies I ever watched. Those are the only
1: ones? Man, I have walked out on a shit ton of, I don't waste my time. If I'm like, oh, this is a piece of fucking shit, I'll go get a beer. How long do you give it? At least for all right, at least forty-five to fifty minutes. Like I try to push for an hour. I'll give it an hour. All right, but if we're going beyond an hour, like fuck you. You know that's keep, very. I would say an hour
0: is more than I was expecting. Generous, you to right? Say. Forty-five yeah.
1: to an hour. Uh, I'll never forget. Uh, I got my wisdom teeth pulled not too long ago, a few years ago, and uh, I was all doped up. I was like, "Ah, oh, this is nothing. This is great. I feel great," <laughs> and. Uh, Drove there, probably shouldn't have. No, Dro- yeah, fully <laughs> illegal. <laughs> and then I was like, I'm going to see uh, it too. It too. Oh wow, I've never been. I, I, I I've never been more disappointed with a movie in my life because the first one was so fucking good. Okay, second one is laughable
0: dog shit. Isn't it like, aren't there like SNL people in it?
1: Yeah, yeah. Bill Hader. Bill Hader is a great yeah. actor. I like Bill Hader very much. Barry's the shit. Yeah. Yeah. But it too. Garbage. Hot garbage. garbage. Yeah, yeah. Jessica Chestane, one of the Jessicas. Yeah, yeah. She was, it fucking sucked. It Trash. Sucked. Trash. Walked. I mean, I just walked out Uncharted like a week ago. I walk oh, yeah. out of shit constantly. I fucking love giving everybody my money and then saying, eh, I'm going to take care of that.
0: What did you, you you were going to, I can't remember what was what we were recording, yeah. but you were, we were going to talk about Batman.
1: Oh, yeah. So the first time I, so Batman's like my guy. Right? The Batman.
0: By so, the way, we're talking about the new movie.
1: Right. So, Batman in general is my guy, but I'm not a superhero guy. I feel the same. I like soup. Like, give me villains. Yes. That's where all the fun is. Yeah, that's, that's that's what same. I enjoy. And so, like, I went into this one, like, fucking psych. Give me some Riddler, right? Not in much of the movie at all. And the tone is not like. I was a big fan of the Christopher Nolan. The first two Christopher Nolan's very much like. The third one didn't really do it for me, but I'll sit through it. Um, I won't walk out of it. Uh, but the uh, I went into this and the tone, everything about it, just sticking with Batman through the whole thing wasn't the Bruce Wayne that I know. Like I like the the Playboy, you know what I mean? Like, well, you it's like more a, fun
0: you like a Bruce Wayne that's different than Batman because it's a fucking alter ego. Right. This it is can't the just same be guy. Ego. Yeah. Yeah, it can't just like you can't just sound the same and act the same
1: yeah. Now you said on an earlier podcast that it was beautiful. You're absolutely right. Shot beautifully. Yeah. Uh, uh Zoe Kravitz really didn't do it for me. Give me she, Michelle Pfeiffer any no, day. I'm not a fan. Yep. I'm with you. Uh I watched that I did watch that show. It was like is it Big Little Lies or something? I
0: call it water crashing against rocks. <laughs> like how many times do we need to fucking establish that yeah. there's a cliff and there's
1: water and there's rocks? <laughs> I got it. I did enjoy that sh- the first season. <laughs> the first of that, season is great. Second one fell off. The they didn't. One, ha- they shouldn't have done it. The
0: second one could have been five seconds long. Thousand percent. It could have just been like, "Hey, we should go to the cops too." Yeah. Yeah. Here's what I didn't. I'll say the most unrealistic part of that movie was like, I get it. It's like feminist. That's fine. I enjoyed it. But it's where, like, the, all the little kids are riding in the limo with their mom. And a Fleetwood Mac comes, a song comes on. And there's, like, little, like, six-year-old kids being, like, thunder. Like, like dancing. They don't know that shit. Dancing like it was their fucking childhood. Nah, like. They're
1: listening to It's Raining Tacos. You know what I mean?
0: <laughs> <laughs> no, but it was, like, oh, this is where it fucking jumped the shark for me. But still, uh, yeah, but, that, but that, that was the show. That's the show I know her from, too.
1: Right. And so... So I, I walked out and uh, my wife hates all the superhero stuff and I got her to go. I'm like, this one's going to be different. Trust me. And a good buddy of mine, we all went and the three of us walked out and I was just like disappointed. That's the word I'm going to use. And then everybody goes fucking bananas. They go, God, gotta go over this shit. And I'm like, well, all right, well, let, let's take a second. Look at this. And it is a Batman movie. It's Batman. It's, and then a, a buddy of mine sold me on it. He's like, it's not year one; it's year two. But he's like, it's very early on, and he's like, think of it as the very beginning of a massive arc. And he's like, the guy you want is probably coming in the next movie or two. He's like, but look at it as a massive arc, and this is a ride we're going on. And so yeah. I was like, okay. So and and like slow shit. Like I don't always buy into it real quick. Like I remember the first time I, I sat down to watch Mad Men, I was like, ah, I don't know about this. And yeah. then I reapproach Mad Men, and I was like, holy shit, this is great. So then I went alone Without like I went alone Having my wife And like you know Knowing she hasn't Like superhero shit And me just like Looking around my Perif the whole time Like is she in a winter yeah, and
2: yeah
1: Sometimes takes me out of it So then I watched it again alone And I was like Okay I was like I feel I-, I do like it It's just still The Christopher Nolan Batman Begins And Dark Knight Are far superior In my book
0: I mean, I watched. If you listen to the last podcast, I already talked about this. I watched The Dark Knight as a cleanser after I watched The Batman. Right. And me and my wife sat down and watched it, and we're like, "Fucking shit! This is so much better. So good. Slapper. It's so good. Nothing is wasted. Mm -mm. Nothing's unintentional. Everything makes sense and fits in with a piece. It's like the perfect movie. I love it. I I, I put it up there with like Jurassic Park. Is like anytime it's on. I don't care where I caught it. Yep, I'm gonna watch it all the way through.
1: Exactly, it's and like I'll, Shawshank I'll, Jaws. Yep. Yeah, yeah. It's yep. just one
0: of. The, it's just in that tier. Yep. Um. Yeah. The yeah. The new Batman. I'm
1: like. I don't know. I. Will you see a sequel when they come out with the, the next one? I don't will think, think I. Will,
0: I don't think I will. Wow. And I feel like it's, like I, it was very similar to how when I watched the Joker, because there's parts of the Joker I like. Obviously, Joaquin Phoenix is a great actor, and I sure I like the performance. But, like, once you start thinking about it, and you're like, what are the themes that they're actually driving home? You're like, oh, it's, like, written by people who either don't understand what Batman's about or they actively dislike what he's about. And that's the one that makes me mad, where I'm like, well, then why even fucking make the movie?
1: So tell you what, Joker didn't do it for me. Yeah. Didn't do it. I was in a film festival in Nashville. This came on. I had, like, a million films I was supposed to go see and this was like this happened to come out this weekend I was like I'm going to see the Joker I'm like fuck this shit and I was stoked psyched for it because again villain guy yeah yeah and he did do a great I mean he's a great actor killed it yeah he did a great job the Todd Phillips he, man he frustrates me because yeah yeah he made some of the best comedies of all time and then said, "Comedy's dead." And so the comic in me is like, "Fuck you," you know what I mean? Like, yeah. you fucking just trying to stir the pot, and you know what? It's working. It's working. I'm getting mad. <laughs> 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 and so I went in this one, and I, and I didn't. But I didn't love it. I was like, "What is this for? Is this for like uh, angry little white boys? Like, what is this?" I think it is. Yeah,
0: but it's like that part doesn't bother me. I'm like, I'm fine if it's. I wasn't mad by like the the PC stuff people didn't like about it. I was mad because it didn't make any fucking sense. And it's like some of those movies where I'm like, with with The Dark Knight, there's obviously things that are implausible. Not even implausible, just things where you're like, that's a fucking stretch. But it's like, they leave you at least enough to go like, I buy into the world enough to let that little logical thing go. For a second,
1: well, I'm a details oriented guy too. Yeah, and if they're poor as shit, like they, he can't feed his sick mother, right? Shit like that, or he can't eat because he's feeding his sick mother, something along those lines. Uh, they don't have shit yet. This is taking place in what? Somewhere in the 1980s, right? Yeah, and, 70s, I think. And yet they have, um, they have a, uh, a, a what was it? And it's an, answer, an answering machine. You know how much those fucking things cost yeah, back then? Yeah, good point. How about, like, like what do you like that thing's a couple hundred bucks. I think they had a VCR too. And I'm like, those things were like 800 bucks back in the day. And then I, rem- and then like pulls all the shit out of the refrigerator and dress crawls inside. I'm like, I don't know. That is just weird. I was like, I'm not, and that didn't tell me like he's like mentally going through a change or I was just like, this is, yeah. there's a lot here that I'm not buying.
0: I remember, uh, I don't know musical theater but my wife went to school for that and there's a scene where like the they those finance bros start singing like sad to be a clown or some some song mm-hmm. that has the word clown in it so I guess Todd Phillips googled clown and then <laughs> made that thing they sing and my wife was like that's a that's a barely known musical from the 1960s I don't think a lot of finance bros are like big musical theater buffs that would know the words to like the second chorus of a song, like that. Like that's no, not. It a was po- weird. It's it was not a weird. popular thing. Nah, it's nah. like little stuff like that where you're like, oh, god. Like, I didn't mind when it was old school because it's fucking hilarious. I don't care if there's. I don't care if like the the scenes don't match up perfectly or if you know whatever the what do you call it when uh, somebody's got a hand in a drink in one hand and then it's in the next hand the next shot.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. All All that, that, I, I can nobody care, nobody that. cares yeah, yeah. in comedies. Right.
0: If you're gonna if you're gonna make the a movie that's supposed to make me think, also like fucking hire somebody that
1: watches makes, that cup. Yeah, watch the cup. <laughs> yeah,
0: yeah. Watch the cup.
1: Yeah. Yeah, didn't 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 do it for me. And the whole like the Bruce Wayne and the being a oh, dad. Oh, and, I also
0: love that like Bruce Wayne's gonna fight the Joker when the Joker is eighty. Yeah,
1: yeah. What? And it's like
0: he's a little kid.
1: And they're half brothers? What? Right? Cause, <laughs> yeah, you know, I,
0: forgot, I forgot that part. Yeah. I fucking forgot that part. I
1: mean, come on. I man. forgot that part. Come on. Uh. It's fucking bullshit. Yeah, it, it was, wasn't for me. Give me, Hey, man, the Tim Burton Batman, I liked them both. Big fan of both of them. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Weird. Sure. But good. And they just got weirder.
0: Yeah, Batman Returns is a fucking weird movie, but
1: I'm into it. I do, I do like it, yeah. and I thought Danny DeVito, Michelle Pfeiffer, I thought they, and I, I like Michael Keaton. I'm excited to see him back in the Flash movie. Like, I'm excited for all that. Yeah, uh, I liked it a lot.
0: Uh, I'll tell you what I like. Yeah, tell me. I like that you go to the movies with a very real possibility of walking out. Like, you sit down, a movie starts, and in your head you go like, I might be walking out of this motherfucker.
1: Now. You better believe it.
0: 45 minutes to an hour, I might be fucking gone. Oh,
1: dude, time's I've,
0: valuable. To me, I'm like, I, I'm a real, I, now I feel like I'm suffering from the sunken cost fallacy where I'm like, oh, I paid fucking $20. I you,
1: I got popcorn. You should look at it like I just spent seven of that, and I would pay seven not to watch this anymore.
0: Yeah mind blown uh, that's something for the audience to, to, <laughs> right. to chew on yeah,
1: yeah right that's how i that's how i go about it dude i will not fuck around with that shit i will be plus i'll, I'll also reason with myself so i was watching like uh, that last Jurassic Park where all the dinosaurs are in the big mansion or whatever you know what i'm talking about the Jurassic Dino- World.
0: it's called dinosaurs in a mansion Dinosaur- Jurassic so, Park dinosaurs
1: in the mansion say it was I'm sitting in this like, well, all right, we're not on the island. That kind of sucks. So I was like, right, we got all the dinosaurs, so that cool. So I was like, somebody, I'm watching this, kind of disappointed. And if, if somebody came up to me and said, hey, you want to go watch a movie with a spooky mansion with a bunch of dinosaurs running around in it? I go, "Fucking right now. Yeah, yeah, yeah let's go. Let's do it. Just don't think of it as Jurassic Park. There was one Jurassic Park. Everything else, you just got to be like, all right, fuck it. You know, this is just... This is just fucking fun. This yeah. is fluff for me.
0: The second Jurassic Park. Um, it's still Spielberg. Yep. It's not. It's it's obviously not the first Jurassic Park.
1: Agreed. It's still pretty fucking
0: good. Yes, sir. Like that second one. Me too.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Let's see. They're the only two that it's like. Yeah, I like those. Yeah. Like if there was no first Jurassic Park, we'd be like, holy shit! That trailer scene so fun. getting shoved off the cliff.
0: Yeah, 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 oh, yeah. what a blast! Yeah. I like that. I like the dude that gets eaten from the West Wing that gets eaten by the two T Rexes, and then uh, one of the bad guys is like, uh, they, they just fed, and then the guy and Jeff Goldblum gets mad because he's like, like he, had name, he had a fucking yeah. name. <laughs> yeah. I don't know why, but I'm like, whenever that part happens, I'm like, yeah, stick up for him. He's just yeah. been eaten. His fucking name was Hector. It's the first. <laughs> it's it's one of the first times I think where somebody gets eaten. And you're not, like, really happy they get eaten. Sure. Mostly in the first one. I can't think of anybody that gets eaten where you're like, oh, this is one of the guys I like.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Who? who uh, he was maybe, very likable. Maybe, the gadget guy? Oh, ah, yeah. yeah.
0: Yeah. I like the guy, the clever girl guy. He's all
1: right. But, uh, the, but they took time sure. to
0: develop West Wing guy. They did. And and then they fucking get him ripped apart.
1: But he went out he went out in an epic way. He did. That was like one of the best kills probably in all of Jurassics.
0: It's literally like that uh, getting eaten off the toilet, I think, might be the ultimate. That might be the the and then the way he swings him with his legs set the tone for
1: the rest of them for sure. Because it's because it's you're so vulnerable when you get in the bathroom without the toilet and, eating, you don't get
0: this is. And let me say, this is why I don't. This is why I don't love horror as much as I like something like Jurassic Park, which is in a way a horror movie, but it's PG thirteen, so mm-hmm. it's like less about the gore and somebody screaming after their dick's been cut off or whatever the fuck. But it's still it's like psychologically when you watch Jurassic Park, you're like. I take a shit. That guy was taking a shit. And a fucking dinosaur knocked down the wall and ate him off the toilet.
1: Imagine just being like... Yeah, like uh, like <laughs> in that
0: moment, your fucking pants... Like that's so... It's so scary. It's like it's like in The Dark Knight's another great thing where he's fucking cutting the dude's face. Yeah. You don't got to see the dude's face getting cut. You just see the back of his head. You see the Joker's face when he does it. The guy's body falls and you're like... It's almost scarier... To not have to watch the gore. Oh,
1: that's the Alfred Hitchcock. You let him let him use the, let the audience play with their imagination. Whatever they can dream up in their imagination, is scarier than anything he can put on the screen.
0: The only difference is that also Hitchcock movies are so fucking boring. Man, if, try to watch them now, man. You're like, whoa. Yeah, I
1: mean, now? How about when you were a kid? I remember my dad trying to sell me on birds, and like my dad was oh, like birds all about rough, dude. All hyped up. He's like, oh, Alfred Hitchcock. And I was like, all right. He's like, psyching me up. We sat down and watched it. Dude, I was I was putting me to sleep.
0: Birds is for the birds, if you ask me. Oh. Can't do it. <laughs> all right. Uh, we, we went an hour and a half. We got to wrap it up, man. You yeah. got to get to your thing. I do. Oh, shit. Uh, before uh, we leave, though, I should have asked you if you had something to plug, but you just take time now. Where can, uh, where can bring in the backups fans, follow Matt Dan, find your shit?
1: uh so on instagram like everybody else right and it's like that and facebook seem to be our biggest contacts uh list but i never go on facebook i fucking hate that shit yeah that's for
0: that's for your aunt it's a great way to hate your friends and family (laughs) it really is is. (laughs) Uh,
1: um but uh but yeah instagram matt danimal it's matt with one t my last name's dan with two n's matt dan And then uh, I'm that on Twitter, too, or I think maybe just Matt Dan, but if you find one, you can probably find the other. Uh, Produce a bunch of shows in the city. Warp Speed, that's a big one. We go, kind of pops up everywhere. We do it at the, you familiar with the Soho House? Yeah. We've got it at the Soho House often. We've got it over at the Glendale Room, which is, I'm actually headed there tonight to do another show. Yeah. I post all my shows on on Instagram and uh, always out there at least three to five times a week hitting up. Hitting up shows. So
0: awesome, man. Yeah. So yeah. if you're in the uh, Calif- Southern California area, check out Matt, a very yeah. funny comic. And thanks for coming on the show, man. It was Dude, a lot thank of fun. you so
1: much for having me, man.
0: Ha- come back. I would love to. I've had a lot of guests who don't know shit about sports. Well, I
1: I know I know a little bit about a, about just a few things. <laughs> you had, a but sports vi- is one of them. I will say you yeah. had,
0: you had an en- almost encyclopedic knowledge of Matt Castle with only a night of studying. Yeah, I'll that's, tell you that eight minute impressive.
1: YouTube video I crushed last night. That it helped.
0: You know what's funny, man, is like, and then we will leave because we already said goodbye. But like, I took four years of German, a year of Spanish, and a year of French. I don't speak a fucking word of any of those languages, and I really tried to learn it. Yeah. But I can watch, like, a five-minute video on Sean King of the Bucks and why he <laughs> didn't get a fair shake and remember every fucking word. Yeah. The, the difference of, like, actually giving a shit about something helps so much with your memory. Like, I have the worst memory except for shitty 90s backup quarterbacks. And then I've got it all fucking ready to go. Be ready to go. Ready to the go. The Rolodex. Yeah, let's talk about who Rodney Pete. Do an interception <laughs> against in that playoff game against the Lions Because I fucking know
1: Is Sean King, though no. I actually liked him back in the day Tampa, I got a,
0: I got, yeah. a, I got a podcast episode about him He got the, I think I titled it Sean King should fuck Brad Johnson's wife Because it's really <laughs> not cool Really not cool Because Brad Johnson's not that much better than Sean
1: King I, I, I didn't think he was great at all. I thought he had a few good years in Minnesota But I didn't think he was great
0: Brad Johnson's a If it's uh, second down and 12 You throw a two-yard screen pass And then on third and 10, you punt because he's terrible. He's was a terrible... You're punting on third and 10. Three, even <laughs> You're drive. like, just fuck it. <laughs> Catch him off guard with a secret
1: punt. Yeah. He yeah. was the
0: worst. And I was like, why don't you just let Sean King keep developing? Like, he fuck his rookie season. He was, like,
1: one of the first QBs I could remember that actually had wheels, too. Like, that kid could yeah,
0: scramble. Yeah. He could move. Had a great season at Tulane. I think that he, was, he was the quarterback the year they went undefeated in it, but, 98.
1: But, but that scrambling, that mobile quarterback was not a thing then. Everybody was still looking for the pocket passer.
0: Yeah, yeah. It, it, it Almost like, I mean,
1: look, before it's time.
0: Before it's time. I mean, I loved Randall Cunningham as a kid, and he was very much
1: but he before was, his time. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, but he was still successful, obviously. But uh, it wasn't until you finally had Mike Vick come out of Virginia Tech, and then it was like, oh, this is a thing that could actually work and win games. Yeah, yeah.
0: And the fact that he was fueled by dogfighting, I love too. A- absolutely. I thought help. that was a really important part of the.
1: Oh, the, the
0: concoction that made him a successful. without the dog
1: fighting. You don't know Mike Vick's name. He really wasn't that good.
0: <laughs> I wonder if he, it was the dog fighting that really made him who he was. <laughs> yeah. Dude, I was supposed to interview him the day that story broke. He was doing a football. Michael Vick. Camp. Yeah. Cause I lived in Newport news. I went to a school, Christopher Newport right down there. So close to where he grew up. Yeah. And he was doing a football camp and I was the sports football beat writer for the CNU paper. And he was supposed to be doing this like charity thing, so I literally was like the night before preparing questions for Michael Vick to ask him, and like amongst like ten other journalists or whatever.
1: And then this dog that fucking story shit.
0: broke that morning, <sighs> and I was like, I don't think I'm going to talk to Michael Vick today. <laughs> As a yeah. fucking helicopter zooming around his shit.
1: Uh, that I was w- wild. I-, I-, I, wish, I wish you just sent a text like, still on for noon? <laughs> <laughs>
0: yeah, so we get to talk about Hampton uh, peewee football. Yeah. I think he had other priorities.
1: Possible,
0: Brother, it was good having you on the show, and come back sometime, man. We'd love to have you.
1: Yeah, please, man. I would love to do it. Awesome. Thanks, Eric.
0: Thanks for listening to the show. If you'd like to support us for free, there are many ways to do it start by subscribing on whatever platform you're currently listening on if you're on apple podcasts write a five-star review and if you're on youtube like the video and leave a comment on erichelwick.com you can subscribe to the newsletter and click the track button to follow eric's stand updates and never miss a show when he's in town to support the podcast financially visit the merch store via eric's website thanks again for listening and we'll see you on the next show